Do you have any uh, moves? I got the moves. I have some moves. I'm out of moves. I'm making moves. You ain't got nothing better to do. Hey, look, I'm a loser. Okay? You just gave me an idea. For a show. It's the No Moves Podcast. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? It's the No Moves Podcast. Episode number 13. Let's go. Like it's Friday the 13th. I don't like that number. <laughs> yeah, we gotta try to get through this. So that's yeah, some bad luck. Some bad shit, exactly. It's like, nah, it's Saturday. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even Friday. So, uh, so yeah, nothing back can happen. Exactly. Well, All good shit, shit, man. man. Yo, I feel better now. Facts. Yo, introduce yourselves, man. Who who I got with me? Who I got with me? You know what I'm saying? It's your boy, Young Beach. You know what I'm saying? Right. Young Beach. It's like when you see me on the streets, don't say anything. Don't All say right. anything. What? Oh, I'm yeah. not my business. You, I'm. I'm my, my business, mind your business, keep it moving. I feel that. Wow. He's different now. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch got a new job. He's different now. Oh. He's different now, folks. Yo, yeah. it's Kylan on the mic. One more time. One more rhyme oh. for the people in the audience. Okay. okay. Not for the people on the bench. Oh! <laughs> Come on. Come on. I may think he's a lyricist now. Somebody talk to me. Yo, somebody pay this man. Yo, Drew, Drew, man. give us a little something, man. Oh, a little something. Just an intro. So you don't need to, uh, you don't need to hit me in the raps. Just, you, don't, you don't want no bars. I, I give you some bars. Let the people know the who people. you are in any way you think I, is necessary. Uh, yo, you already know what it is, bro. It's your boy, Drew. I'm the fucking, I'm the anime god. Anything anime, I know this shit, all right? Your favorite anime probably trash, but you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. So, let me not disrespect nobody. You know, Y'all man. getting real feisty today. I'm cooling, bro. Me talking I'm about cool. don't talk to me on the street. <laughs> Andrew talking about your anime trash. My anime nice. Can we just be... Can we... Second, let me Hi, how's that. everyone doing? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Let's let's all put on our white voices and get along with the podcast. Nah, don't say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hi, I mean, guys. Welcome to Walgreens. That's, How are you doing shoot, today? That's, the, that's the voice I use at work. Oh, that's the voice damn. I would use on the phone. I voice try- that voice is mandatory. That's the yeah. voice you need to get something done. Yeah. That's that's a whole fact. Fact, you call the police talking like... Talking any way type of way, nah. you're not gonna get no service. Nah. You're like, hi, officer, how you doing today? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what? you know what's funny? That's right. We were talking to them like that, now all of a sudden they shook. Because <laughs> yeah, the expectation is completely different from what yeah. you give them, so they just like, I don't know how to proceed. Nah, they want a nigga. They, they want a nigga. They want <laughs> And another thing is, you can use that information to, you can use that voice to get information. So you say, hey, how you doing? What's your name? <laughs> Once I say that, I got you. Hook, line, and sink it, buddy. Yeah. You better, your ears better be paying attention. But first thing we got to do before we start, before we really get into it, oh, is yeah. the warm up. All right. All right. We got to warm up. Exactly. No J. Cole? No, no J. Cole. No, no no. Not today. <laughs> warm up run? A little half mile? Got to warm up the voice, okay. the vocals. Okay. Well, gotta we got to warm up the brain. Okay. Mm. Today's warm up is going to be just a little, a little game, a little, little bit of a riddles. Oh, hell no. For y'all, okay? So, if you're listening in the car at home, try to answer the riddle yourself. First riddle is for Andrew. Oh, God, I hate riddles. Okay. I hate that shit. Now, I went to... I, I, I This is what I typed into Google. Riddles for kids. Oh, damn. So now, now I'm about to be disrespected. <laughs> so, if you don't get the riddle... And you, you, you're not as smart as a fifth grader. What can I say? That girl, that show is bullshit. <laughs> and this is about to be bullshit too. Okay, here's the question. All right, hit me. What gets wet while it's drying? Oh, I no mean, sponge. 
A towel, nigga? I don't I'm know. I'm going to say something completely different. I don't think I should go. A sponge, a towel? It's a towel. Oh, a to- <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> not bad, not bad, yeah, not bad, not bad. Now, that's just on the popsicle stick. I don't know if y'all know about that. Ooh. <laughs> not- I was going to say something, you know what I'm saying? I was going to say um, grapefruit, if y'all know what I'm talking about. What? <laughs> all right. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. I kind of want you to elaborate on that. No, no, no. All right, whatever. Nah. Next question. It's a great drink, by the way. Next question is for Meech. Okay. What has a neck but no head? What has a neck but no head? What has a neck but no head? Everybody at home, think about what the answer could be to this children's riddle. I got an answer. Is that an animal or something? It's I, not an animal. Is, is okay. it, I feel like I feel like it's a t-shirt. Nah, like like a turtleneck, like a shirt. There's That's, a neck on it. We'll take that. We'll go with that. We'll take that for half credit. That. Half so, credit. I'll go with the turtleneck. <laughs> the answer is not turtleneck, but because it's such a good answer, we have to take it. The answer is actually a bottle. A bottle. Have you ever heard of a, yes. a, a bottleneck, folks? Yes. Oh, a bottleneck. This is very simple. We have several bottles here in the studio. Yes. But uh, all right, now I'm gonna go to one more. One that I can't see the answer for. Okay. First one to get it wins the round. Here it goes. How can you make the number one disappear? Rob a nigga? (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing. I don't even know the answer, so I don't know. I don't know when. That could be it. (laughs) You might be on to something. Make the number one disappear. How do you make the number one disappear? The number one. I don't know. Subtract. One. Subtract. Know. Is, it's, is it supposed to be hard? Like take it. Take it away. Take it. Subtract. No, this, that doesn't feel right. You, you know when you stumble upon something, and you fit, stumble upon it, you'd be like, oh, that's it. The number one. I want to look at the answer. What's you the guys answer? keep. What you got you. I can't think of anything. Else. Uh, that's all I got, man. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, it's actually trash. So this is actually turned from a math riddle, which we were all thinking it was, uh-huh. to a grammar riddle. Almost like a, a spelling. How do you make oh, the number God. one disappear? The answer is this: add the letter G to the front, and now it's. Oh, gone. <laughs> wow! Andrew's pissed. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> and now it's gone. You know what? This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you warmed up. Let's get into no, the I first like topic. Uh, you like that, didn't you? That. Oh my god! You should God. do this more often. Uh, oh hell no! That's a fact. Not bringing riddles back. You like that, didn't I you? I like the riddles. All right, let's get to the first topic. There's one from the last session, the last recording, yeah. episode twelve. Here we go. At the very end, Andrew said some said some words. Andrew, did you say something that say? the two of us disagree with? Uh y'all both disagree. I just said, uh, you know, what I mean, I feel like <sighs> Superman's a trash character. That's oh all god. I said. Superman's a trash character. Yeah, I feel like he's a trash character. That's that's my opinion. Superman, the first superhero. I don't know if he's the first superhero, but he's the most basic superhero. I'll tell you that. Let me let, me, let me bring up the, the Wikipedia for Superman, just so we're uh, all aware. All right, bring him up. Superman, fictional superhero. Okay. Appeared in Action Comics number one. All right. 1938. Okay, and what's your point? That's all I got. Born, all right. <laughs> born of the planet Krypton, we all know the story. Mm-hmm. The Man of Steel. Do you agree with his statement? Reach. No, I don't agree with the statement. Okay, so that's two to one already. Two to one. So I, I, sorry, I, I lost argument. That's enough. That's fine. That's fine. Because we're gonna we're gonna go into this a little bit. 
This I, I disagree as well. Just tell uh, me a little bit why you think he's trash. Um, and you said you were going off the movies, not the comic book. No, I'm I'm just yeah, basically basically the movies and just uh, almost from a fundamental character standpoint, uh, I feel like. Well, I, I said this. I said this after the podcast. The only way you can make Superman work is if you have a great writer. But the problem with Superman is that he's too strong, and I and I think, you know. You know, when you have when you have a character that's overpowered, it's it's not enjoyable to watch because because no, nobody can really compete with him. But his one weakness is like it's it's like it's too much. Like Kryptonite is his one fucking weakness, and that's too much of a weakness. It's like okay, it's, 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 it's like it's like all or nothing. It's like it's like where's the in between? It's like oh man, Batman got the Kryptonite now. This nigga Superman, he's done. <laughs> it's like all right, man. I, okay, so you say he he when he's strong, he's too strong, and when he's weak, he's, he's too, too weak. weak. Like that, there needs to be a balance. There's, there's not enough of a balance in what there I see. There is a balance. I would agree. What's Superman the, is susceptible to magic. I know he that. is susceptible to magic. magic. But so I, I don't know. That, I, that I, wasn't I in any of the movies. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, that was in the comic book. That and is a cartoon, pretty much. I'm, Absolutely. I'm 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 just going off the movie shit that I've seen. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know much about the magic shit, but all I'm saying is. Kryptonite being his main weakness, it, that shouldn't. To me, it's too much. That's that's how I feel about Superman. I feel like a great character, a good character needs needs multiple weaknesses. And 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 what I said after was, Absolutely. you know, in order to make Superman great, you need to you need to be a great writer. You have to be able to you know, inst- instead of his weakness being something that's you know Kryptonite, it has to be like let me, let some me. like. Emotional trauma. Let me list some of his weaknesses for you. I, okay, what's the weaknesses? Right. Well, uh, we talk about kryptonite. First off, what kind of kryptonite? Nigga, what? I don't know. It's green I mean, kryptonite. Me just going into the. Me just going into the. Me just watch Smallville. That's what he's <laughs> 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 oh about to pick God. up red kryptonite, black kryptonite, white kryptonite. Exactly. You see, you see I, I don't know all these things. I, I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> and I'm just going off of basic kryptonite. Let me, let me just list some of his weaknesses without without having anybody required to watch Smallville, which is a show. About where Superman grew up. Yeah, excellent okay. show. In Kansas. Me. Superman's weaknesses. Lois Lane. Yeah. Mama Kent. Yeah, yeah. Emotional trauma, which I, which I said. No, not emotional trauma, but the people around him. Yeah, it's emotional. The people that's, he cares about. That's emotion. I mean, that's for everybody. That's emotion. No, that's no, a, no. See, why the is thing that not emotion? is, we have to take... Because Superman is so powerful, mm-hmm. we have to take... His problems, his the power, the the physical away from his problems. Mm-hmm. Which, so when it comes to him solving problems, it can't be his problem can't be, uh, you know, can I stop mm-hmm. the bad guy? The problem is, should I stop it? He's got the power. He's now he has mm-hmm. every everything he has to decide to get into is a moral dilemma. This is what I just said. That's I just said that. I don't know what you just said. <laughs> I just said. But that. what I just said was was genius. <laughs> I just said that. You, so you agree with me? Hear, I just said. I just said I that. Said. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all niggas. Y'all niggas. I just said that. Can you just say it again? Because I didn't hear it. Oh my god! I said to make him a great character, you need to, you need to give him some type of emotion. I said emotional, right? I it. It's like, nah, I'm just kidding. Y'all niggas, all right, all right, I'm about to be done with y'all niggas. I said it takes a, it takes a great writer, all right? I said it, you know, it can't be something that has to do with kryptonite. It has to be something else in his life. That's what I that's what I was alluding to. So you're saying that, so, I mean, didn't you start this argument with Superman sucks? 
Huh? Didn't you start this with Superman I mean, that's sucks? That's the name of yeah, the yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is the yeah, name so of the So why Superman sucks? And then I and I and I talk about here's my reasons why. And then I said in order to make him better, you need a great writer for doing this, this, and these points. And then you went into those these points. So what is the debate here? The debate is here's the debate. Well, just because he's different doesn't make him bad. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead, Mitch. Well, your argument that it takes a great writer to make his character more appealing. Yeah. I don't think that's a sufficient argument. I could argue for a lot of superheroes. Absolutely, heroes. Okay, they need great. Writing. A great writer can make a mouse right fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right, hence I mean, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> oh my a god, Superman esque figure, if you will. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, I mean, with, with every with every superhero, you know what I'm saying. You with, know, if you're looking at it from a uh, comics perspective, uh huh. Right, there's like Batman. Right. I mean, you like you like Batman, right? Yeah, like but character. yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman's a good character, Batman's but, a good I, character. but I, I think his, I think. In order to make him seem great in a movie, you, I, I think, I think it takes less effort because he's just so he, he's at a better point than Superman. He's weaker. Yes, yes, he's weaker. So this and, is the and, thing. and he's smart and like he and all for him to overcome his opponent and his dilemmas, like it is really, is really introspective and he, he has to think about things. No, he, no, he, he really. Sometimes, in order for Batman to overcome his dilemmas, yeah, he. Sure. Okay, so I see what you're saying. Superman can just punch his way out of any situation, and Batman has to think about things yeah. in order to win. He has to outsmart his enemies sometimes. Right. I mean, I mean, but that that's that's how they are from just like a base, yeah. which is my which means like you need more talent to make Superman look great, and not just not make him look like a basic ass person. Whereas Batman already has that base for you to start as as a writer. That's but all Superman's I'm saying. Not a basic ass person. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know the comics. I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm only, I'm only talking, going for the movies. Another weakness. Another thing I've seen. Another weakness. It kind of goes. It's an emotional weakness, nonetheless. Yeah. But another weakness that you could argue Superman has is he never knows how. Like how Smalls was saying, like, should I do this or not? When right. he decides to do it, you know, am I going too far? Absolutely. Or am I, so let's talk am about I being too soft. Okay. So let's talk about the movies. Right. Which were, which have not been the greatest. The, the best Superman, in my opinion, is the first one. What was his name? Christopher mm-hmm. Reeve. Christopher. There we go. Christopher Reeve. Man, mm-hmm. he was rest in peace. He, rest in peace. He was the best Superman. Since then, they've been kind of whack, but Christopher Reeve got it. So, but um, the Superman I want to talk about was the first one, Man of Steel, that Zack Snyder released, right? Yeah. So I actually like that. I liked it for. Because it, mm-hmm. it didn't portray Superman in a, you know the same typical light. It like, didn't. It didn't. And he actually, the ending kind of. I actually like the ending where he actually kills somebody. Because I didn't expect that to happen. So that's not a try to key in to what Andrew's talking about. Right. He said, "All right, first, first in that movie, he lets his dad die in a tornado. Right. Not the move I would have done. Right. But he had to grapple with should I, not could I, but should I." Mm-hmm. Right. And then at the end, he has to grapple with, should I have done that again? Because he killed this man. So it's not necessarily about... Because really, I mean, Superman can have fights in all day and all night. But in my opinion, if the, if the, if the dilemma in a superhero movie comes down to brute strength, mm-hmm. you didn't do your job right anyway. Like, if you're Spider-Man okay. and Spider-Man 3, right? And he's fighting with um, the Sandman and Venom. Mm-hmm. It's not because Spider-Man is so strong that he overpowered them. It's because he fixed his relationship with Harry, mm-hmm. and thus that allowed them to work together to beat the villains. Mm-hmm. It's not because what was um what was uh, I'm trying to be 
how did uh Batman overcome Bane? Well, because that that was a that was like a strength issue. I will, how did he do it? Because I, I don't remember. He, he didn't one. fight alone. I, I think he think... went to see a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. He did him back. <laughs> he did him back. Nah, you sure they didn't yeah. put him in a Lazarus pit? Like they put it to the they, side. They, they, nah, they didn't do that. <laughs> they put him in some type of pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, I think. It, well, how did he beat Ben? He had help. Nah, I, I mean, I, I, just, I just think he he decided not to do it alone. I just think maybe. But I, I feel like he beat him all of his Adding that extra element of all right, he may not be. Physically better than a villain. Just, I feel like that that adds to it. That 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 can that can never detract from this from your viewing experience. So when you, so when you're watching a Superman movie, because I agree with you, in some certain aspects. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing I do. I sometimes I play devil's advocate, but at the end of the day, I'll, I'll tell you or not if I agree with you or not. So in certain aspects, sure, you want your superhero to go against all odds to to mm-hmm. be. To be, you know, the, between a rock and a hard place, to have to struggle uphill in order right. to make it over the ridge, mm-hmm. in order to have that defining moment where you've conquered something that was unconquerable. But at the same time, those fights, especially in movies, do not get me excited. So when he's fighting Zod, that's not necessarily exciting me. Or when he's fighting, uh, what's the big guy? Doomsday. Doomsday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. You always know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. They, they rushed it with that. It's just a it bunch of should have been punching. more epic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you really want to get like... Because Superman, he, he has those type of villains where... Yeah. I, mean, I remember he had a line in one movie where he was like, I fight people bigger than me all the time. And so if your problem with Superman is that he's too strong, I just don't think that flies. You just don't think that flies. Because mm-hmm. we've seen people that he wasn't stronger than in two of the movies. Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, one example of that to me is Dark Side, which is like for for this, you know, uh, Warner Brothers DC uh, film universe. I think it's important that they establish mm-hmm. Dark Side, give him a bigger presence in the future films, because they should. Because I think part of the draw for you know the Marvel movies mm-hmm. uh, up and from you know Iron Man to Endgame was Thanos. Thanos was the ultimate villain. Like, it took everyone's combined efforts to topple Thanos. When I watched Justice League, the first Justice League movie, I'm like, once Superman was there, like, like, Oh, he the, was, the movie should have ended. He was <laughs> wiping the floor with uh, was, Steppenwolf. Was. Steppenwolf, yeah. Like, he was just like, all right, let me take care of this guy. You got. I mean, he was so much control. stronger than Steppenwolf that it was just like, why? He, he, why is he here? I mean, to make it longer, I feel like they had they had they had to make a race between Flash and Superman mm-hmm. to save people just to make the movie longer. Like, I feel like once Superman was there, like it was over. But it's, with Thanos, it's just no, it's not over. It's like, you know. Uh-huh. We got we got to get the stones from them. like the whole football scene at the end of Endgame. It's like Ed, they thought they won, but no, you know what I'm saying? They almost got the glove back. So interesting. So Andrew, you're talking about Superman's power levels. How he's too yeah. hard to beat. Does a fight with Darkseid interest you when it comes to Superman? Does it interest me? Does that make the it character? Interest you. Does it make the character more compelling for yeah. you now that he's? Not if you know anything about Darkseid, mm-hmm. Darkseid can fire beams out of his eyes. He's got the uh, Omega, Omega Beams. Mm-hmm. Man, that that will follow you. Today. 
They will follow you to the end of the earth. Absolutely. Until they hit either you or something inadvertently. Alright, right, this man knows too much about the game. <laughs> Meech is on it today. Where, yeah. where, where are you pulling this from? Are you pulling this from the Justice League animated series? Yeah, I'm yeah, not, and I, the comics. Yeah, I, I don't I like know that. I don't know enough about Darkseid. I think I think that's my I think that's my issue, but you're saying that he is, is significantly stronger than Superman. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, it will smarter. take super player and smarter. And yeah. he has a, he has he has access to like an army. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, that's well, that's well. Uh, I I think that's that's fair. That's fair. If he's if you have someone who's stronger than him, then you know. All right, that's an interesting movie because you guys see how Superman's gonna overcome it. But how how much now, I can be how much stronger is he though? Dark side. Yeah. It takes. I it's taken, you know, um, the combined efforts of Superman and okay. the, the, you know, the Justice League, the main members. It depends okay. on the duration. It depends on the duration. Okay. I'll say that. Okay. I mean, yeah. well, well, if if you have a villain that's stronger than him or that's yeah. that's better than him, then then he's then he's just reduced to a regular superhero. I just thought of something. Remember how we said Superman is susceptible to magic? I have yeah. example of Superman not using boost strength to beat a villain. Mister Mister Spiegel. Yeah, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Cause I always hated this episode. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't know how to pronounce his name really. Mitzelplex, something, something like that. Like who? Mitchell. So, all right. So, Mister Mitzelplex is this magic guy from a different dimension. Fifth dimension. Okay. Yes, exactly. The higher the dimension, the the more complex your abilities are. Okay. So he can just pop into our dimension. I don't know what that is. That the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Third. And. He can just mess up like he's like a he's like a wizard or a magic person with infinite yeah. proportions. Think Cosmo and Wanda without the rules. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> come on, come on, yeah. come on. Uh-huh. Ain't no wishes. Right, exactly. <laughs> so so he I guess he has a fetish for Superman or something like that. He just oh comes and God. messes with him. Messes with him. Okay. And destroys like stuff. He's just like, alright, bet, like Bam, he snapped his fingers, yeah. and all of a sudden somebody's in danger. Yeah. Somebody that was on the floor is now falling from the sky. Yeah. Uh-huh. Superman Super- can't hurt him. Superman can't even touch him. Uh, at all. So he, the only way to get this guy to go away <laughs> is to make him say his name backwards. Almost like a reverse Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Uh. And Superman figured out a way to do it. Because yeah. he's that smart. That's another thing. Superman is actually really smart because he has access to Kryptonian, Kryptonian technology. That's something you gotta realize. Andrew's, Andrew's, I'm looking at Andrew, he said, I don't care. <laughs> he says, Nice night, it doesn't fit in the movie. I, just, I don't care. I don't, man. I, I just, I don't wanna watch a Superman movie. I, I, I don't wanna play a Superman game. It's just, it just, it just doesn't, he doesn't interest me. Meech, would a Superman game work for you? Superman, you said a game? Yeah. Like a video. Um... Would you, would you wanna play that? Would you really wanna play that? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a, it'd be. What's that game where you can just go from planet to planet and just like explore? Oh, uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, it'd be like No it'd Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. <laughs> it'd be like that. Uh, I tell you this though, it, it probably wouldn't be as interesting as playing a Batman game. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. But, and why do you feel that way? I just because. Well. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll talk about it because... We'll talk about uh, it another time. No, no, no. Come on, talk. Oh, okay. Um, the reason I say so is because, like, I, I, I don't know, like, what you could do to make the game appealing. Like, he's just flying around. He's just flying around, mm-hmm. punching people, shooting lasers out of his... He's got I mean, punches, that would be he's cool. Lasers, lasers. He's got freeze breath. breath. I might get old, but Super yeah. Super speed. It, you, would have to, you would have to go so deep... 
you had to go so, so deep into his power set and his list yeah, of villains. Yeah, and, and I, I don't, I don't know all that, which, which is why he, to me, he, he just appears as, but not, not like an interesting character. But you, you know how in the Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. for a second, Spider-Man can slow down time mm-hmm. because his reflexes are just that fast. Right. Add, you got to add an element like that into the right. game. Whereas mm-hmm. he, Superman's going so fast that things seem to slow down for just a mm-hmm. couple seconds. Right. Or like an element like, okay, we're going to give him super strength, but how does he utilize that super yeah, strength? Right. Spider-Man has webs, but how does he utilize those webs? Right. So can we do a, a super clap? Can we do a, a ground right. pound or something? Yeah. You gotta really give him interesting ways to use his powers. But as playing Superman, you sh- you should feel like for majority of the other battles, like you shouldn't, like no one should touch you. That's how you should feel. That's how you should. Whereas feel. the Spider-Man games, like you you just a kid in a suit. And I mean, you got wet powers, but really you just a nigga in a in a suit. Spider-Man is my favorite hero, and it is because he's just a kid in a suit. And it's because he has a lot of problems outside yeah. of the suit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Spider-Man is one of my favorites too, because like you say, he's a kid, like. Most of these guys, you know, were grown men. Like, Batman basically went to college for superheroes. Like, <laughs> fact. like he went to see, you know, the world's best escape artist, mm-hmm. the world's best martial artist, yeah. the world's best yeah. detective. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he came back as Batman. But Spider-Man was like, Uncle Ben got shot. I mean, got bit by a spider. Uncle yeah. Ben got shot. Yeah. What you gonna do now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Superman kind of just... Grew into his powers, like yeah. he hit puberty, and then all of a sudden he can fly. Like, yeah, I don't know. Superman, he's still in my top. He's in my top. He's still in my top, top three. Ten? Top three. Um, top don't do three. that. Top five. Top five. Top, top, five. Three, top five. Come on. Top five for me. Are, are you me. doing just DC or are you doing Marvel too? You sure you want to amend that? Uh-huh. No, but both, both universes. You gonna is Wolverine up there? Yeah, Wolverine, Wolverine is up there. That's, that's a great ass character. Spider Man. Spider Man. Batman. Batman. God damn. Uh. Let's see who else is there. Can I say Static Shock? You know what? He about to move down real quick. Black Panther. (laughs) He about to move down real quick. I got to think about that spot. I got to think about that spot. I don't know. I don't know if he's in my top 10 or not, really. I think he's in my top. He's in my top 10. I'll say that. But I had to think about who else to put besides Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. I'm putting Captain America up there. I know some people hate Captain I'm, America. I don't hate Captain America. Black He's Panther. in my top ten. I'm putting sure. Blade. <laughs> that, that man Blade. I don't know enough about Blade. Uh, Blade is a high. He's just a high. I'm just uh, a black man with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just remembered. I'm gonna put Iron Man. I'm gonna I put, put the Iron, put the ball Iron Man in the top ten somewhere. All I know is, you know. My top five. I got Batman, Superman. I'm not ranking them in any order. I got to put the Flash in there. Spider Man. You know oh. what? Fuck. Damn, Damn it. Damn. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. God. man. Damn. Uh, I gotta think. I might put. See, Superman keeps falling farther and farther. <laughs> this is gonna be disrespectful. <laughs> but I might put Robin slash Nightwing higher than Superman. I would definitely put him in my uh, top, yeah. top 10. Superman? Not higher than Superman. Did you say nah? Oh my Superman. gosh! All right, let's let's move along to another movie. That so Andrew doesn't want to watch Superman. I don't want. I didn't want to watch this next thing. The Lion. Yeah, I don't blame y'all. So don't even go on a rant about DC again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame y'all. Let so me, they make better movies. You're not gonna be hyped to see Superman. Let me let me go on a rant about. This Lion King, real quick. Okay, I'm waiting for the Lion King. Me, so we, me and Drew just saw the Lion King, the 2019 version. Lion, and you have not seen it, right, Meech? No, I haven't seen it. 
But like you said, mm-hmm. there's no spoilers. Because I already saw the movie. <laughs> no I already know what happened. You know because what everybody's happened. already seen the movie. Exactly. Right. So just to catch y'all up, Lion King, directed by John Favreau, mm-hmm. who, if you didn't know, directed the Iron Man movies, directed the Jungle Book, the remake, that came out in like 2016. Mm-hmm. And the film stars, let's see, this is a long list of names. Childish Gambino. Young Gambino, Don Glover for you and your niggas. That's yeah. right. Seth Rogen. Uh-huh. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Alfred Woodard. Um, oh, legend. Billy Eichner, who I think that's Timon. John Connie, I don't know who that, is. Who that is. John Oliver. I don't know. Don't know Beyonce. Hey. Beyonce. Slay. Beehive. <laughs> Beehive. And reprising James oh, Earl Jones. The GOAT. Damn, he's still alive. Himself. Oh yes. my God! I love it. Keep, I love it. Keep the black people alive. Fast, black fast. don't crack, man. So uh, before we before we talk about the movie, just as a person who hasn't seen it, Meech, mm-hmm. what did you think about it, and why haven't you seen it? Well, <laughs> I haven't seen it because I have, you know, y'all y'all know my favorite day to go to the movie theater. It's a Tuesday. Um, that's what discount day is. Discount Tuesday. Okay. Discount Tuesday. Movie for what? Six fifty. I mean, something like that. Yeah. It's it's price. You know what I'm saying, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron has Tuesdays called Taco Tuesday. My Tuesdays is called Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and so you just haven't had a free Tuesday. I just had a free Tuesday to go bet, see. Bet. I feel that. But I will say this. I'm disappointed I didn't have the opportunity to see Lion King on my man's wall. Because we've had lengthy discussions about, <laughs> <laughs> about you know, uh, the film from the trailer. Okay, I remember when the yeah, Curly Church came out. Yeah. He said, "My man Small said, look at their faces. Like, look, there's no emotion." Wow, <laughs> didn't I say God. that? Didn't say yeah. that. Now, if anybody, if anybody's listened to this podcast for any amount of time, they already know my opinion. Yes, the faces have no emotion. And this thing was right. God, how they gonna? He said, part of the appeal of the original Lion King movie was. The fact that these animals were expressing human emotions. How are they gonna make How? a real life lion uh, uh, look human? Put me on, I'm sick. Oh, I'm, on me. I'm sick. Oh, I, I, I'm going back to tenth grade English. How are they gonna perform personification? <laughs> Come on, anthropomorphization. Yes, whatever uh, that word is. Whatever. And they didn't do it. They they did not. Okay, so Drew, as a person who saw the movie. Okay, can, I, can we talk about some positives of the movie, please? <laughs> hey, I'm asking you your opinion. This man just shitted on Superman. Now he wants positive. Listen, we slander the movie. Hey, Mitch, did I say anything bad about it? Does <laughs> <laughs> the movie just carry a negative connotation? <laughs> God damn. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. So, um, positives, positives. Um, you know, shout out to uh, who's the boy's actor, Scar? Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, shout out to him, yo. Funny ass guy. That that, Funny. Sh- that shit was amazing. Yo, shout out to that nigga. He was good. Because in this movie, he's so passive aggressive. Yeah. So like he he'll be talking to you, but he's really he's either whispering something under his breath. Exactly. He he's looking at you on the side eye. He he's saying something real slick. So right. there's one scene where Simba's like, Oh, I can't wait to be king, Scar. I'm gonna be king. I'm gonna be nice, bro. I'm gonna tell you what to do even. And Scar is like I bet you will, dickhead. So <laughs> <laughs> like, when's that gonna be? I bet. Come meet me in the gorge tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so funny his like, delivery. Like he just he just played him so well. Shout out to him. Um, next positive. Talk, uh, shout out to Toby as you sleep. <laughs> uh, Beyonce, you know she was in the movie doing her thing, singing, singing. Also, voice voice acted very well. 
She really did, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she, did, she did a great job. I I'm know. Surprised. And our singing, uh, well, well, I got some negatives to say about singing, but, but we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to the negatives later. Okay, so you can give me a positive right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just giving you my positives. All right, let me, let me expand on what I think Beyonce really brought to the movie. Because honestly, somehow, and Beyonce has been known to act, but somehow Beyonce came in and she was literally my favorite actor in the movie it was Beyonce's performance that made that let me sink into the characters on screen as characters Uh so before I'm watching it I'm like oh that's John Oliver I'm just thinking of John Oliver in the booth oh that's uh Donald Glover or Seth Rogen definitely Seth Rogen he take me out the movie every time I hear him I'm thinking about this guy being high behind the screen (laughs) okay but Beyonce came in yeah. and she just put so much emotion into the voice of Nala. Okay. Exactly. And then she started singing mm. and it just elevated the entire project. Can so. you feel the love? Right. Oh, that shit was fire. And then she started, she started hitting the wrist, you know what I'm saying? Gambito falling back. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, I, As he should. Gambito falling back. And, and Beyonce say, Can you feel <laughs> the love? I said, Whoa, whoa. Hi. <laughs> somebody get her a record deal. Exactly. <laughs> no, she was just really, she really elevated the picture for me. That's she what's up, what's she up. had your answer, Gambito, man. Honestly, so one big thing about this movie mm-hmm. was that the casting was supposed to be so perfect, right? Yeah. The casting was supposed to be so great. They got all these people that are supposed to be perfect. You know, John Oliver as uh, Zazu. That mm-hmm. sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. That sounds perfect, right? Billy Eichner as Timon. That sounds perfect. However, really, all these famous voices just, you, just took me out the movie. Yeah. Uh, 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 really? Let me, let me finish my positives, please, before before you, you get into full slander mode. Surprised. I'm going to say this. I'm surprised uh, that uh, Small has that sentiment because I felt the opposite was going to happen in the movie. Now, when we're sitting here praising Beyonce's performance, I thought she would have... I'm not saying she's going to have a weak performance, but it was great. if we're going to find a weak link... Mm-hmm. In, in terms of voice acting, I know singing she was gonna be straight, right? But in terms of voice acting, I thought she would be, think it'd be her. the weak link. Uh-huh. And she was She just okay. really put a lot. Oh, she's she's used to acting very dramatically, right? All right. Uh, next two positive. Only two, only two more. Only two more. Um, visuals, very great visuals. Oh my god, the, the scenery. It was. It honestly was. So this was like watching a four K nature documentary exactly it it was like that's i was like on some animal planet type shit dog like that shit was crazy so the very first scene is right after they do the uh the opening number Mm -hmm. the very first scene is this mouse running along you know it finds its way into scar's cave and me and drew are looking at this mouse like how did they train this mouse <laughs> to act in this movie? They got this thing scurrying around. I'm like, dang, this looks like a real mouse. Looks better than a real mouse. Somehow, yeah, I don't know. Somehow they made these lines so photorealistic. But they didn't animate one realistic like, <laughs> aspect. You know what I'm saying? So when you're in the nature documentary, you got to see, you know, you got to see flies flying around the, the yes. lines. Uh-huh. You got to see, like, you got to see, like, uh, like, you know, graphic stuff, okay, mm. buttholes and stuff. And I'm like, somehow they didn't animate that, and they still made it look like it was a real lion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad. Oh, oh and we'll no. get into that later. We'll get into that. Right, let me get my last pause. But it was a good, it was good animation. Last pause, very brief. We kind of touched on this, touched on this before. I think the uh, the score, the the overall soundtrack of the movie, it just 
and, and the theater. I just I felt really encapsulated in the movie. I, I really enjoyed it. I think I think it was perfect. I, 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 I think they did it well. I think they did it well. I disagree completely. Really? Completely. Right. So, so to clue you in here. Okay. The soundtrack is exactly the same as the original soundtrack with some small um some small thematic notes added mm-hmm. and one extra song by Beyonce that replaced mm-hmm. a song from the original. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about them. So, re- so, so you didn't like any of the music. This is the thing. You didn't like any of the sound. You you didn't like any of that. I don't. I, think... I feel like it, it complemented the movie so well. I have a problem with them adding a song. It's just replacing replacing one. If it was an addition. I have no qualms. So Beyonce replaced a song where Simba realizes he needs to go back home. Oh, and the, nah. in, in the original, nah. he starts he starts fucking running across the desert. They start oh. hitting the drum. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, Come on, son. And, and and all of a sudden, Beyonce's singing, let's go home to the pride love. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> you know, I, I think the problem is you're, you're comparing it to the original. I'm just going, I'm just going from What's that the- movie alone, that movie alone. By as its own thing, I'm just saying that that the music was a positive. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You can't do that. You can't do it. It's but why not? It's not its own thing. Why it's not? It's, you got it's their it's, it's their own recreation Mish, of the Lion King. Tell them why you can't do that. Why you not? Can't because I mean, all of us at this point, most of the people who were in the movie theater have seen. It's too late. I mean, yeah. we've seen the original Lion King. Yeah. That's a fact. So we're gonna have that connection, like. Somebody need to have that moment. I'm sorry. I need that song and somebody needs to have that moment for me. Because I feel like that was the moment where... That was a key moment in, this, in the story. Exactly. Okay. They hit that bass when he finally gets back and it's like... Boom. And it's like... Oh, <laughs> and it's just kind of like opens up on the landscape and he sees just how desolate everything is. Mm-hmm. In this movie, they kind of just pop up and it's like, dang, this is looking kind of tra- trash. God. It- can y'all say anything positive about the movie? No, Damn. no, I can't. I, mean, I, the, the music, I, I haven't seen it. Let me give you another. Let me give you another. I think the music was fine. Let's I think get, the let's get straight to fine. the negative. Right, let's the get the to music negative. is trash. The negative is trash. And let me tell you why. Okay? Oh my god! Oh my god. The, right. the, the music didn't match the uh, the visuals. Let me give you an example. Can you can no, you no, feel the that, love tonight? No, no, no. That's that's a problem with the not the music. That's a problem with the overall animation. That those are two. Those are that's those are two. Let me give you a problem with the directing. Can you feel the love tonight? Doesn't even happen at night. Can you confirm? <laughs> it right. doesn't even right. happen at really? night. Really? Oh, not nah, so. That's not the score's it fault. Doesn't even that's, that's not the score's fault. The score's fault. That, that, that's that's the director's fault. All right, they fucked up. All right, I I don't disagree. But if the if okay if the, if the if the animation fit the score, it makes me it'll make me enjoy the score even more. Exactly. But I'm not gonna give this movie credit for something it didn't even do. That's why that's I can, the music. I can give it credit for the visuals. That's the art. Mm-hmm. That's the artist. I feel like or whoever the songwriter, or whatever, whatever you call it. Just, just here's the thing. I couldn't enjoy the music, Dimitri, because every time they would go into a song, it just. First of all, they cut "Be Prepared" short. Did they not? And <laughs> <laughs> they cut it short because because and Edge Four can't sing apparently, so they just cut it short and they didn't have him sing at all. I gotta and, see this movie. I gotta see. This and movie. when they say, when they say, I just can't wait to be king. There's no background change. There's no shift in color. There's there, no technicolor. There's there no is, kaleidoscope. There there's just 
oh, here we go. I'm just going to start singing in the same spot that I was already in. Mm-hmm. There's no, I'm going to be. No, nah, there's none of that. Well, yeah, well, that's a problem when you go from a cartoon to a live action. Many of the songs, or, well, not the songs, but the, the animation yeah. or directing following songs just felt bland, felt short. Why you know, does it seem like they're taking away instead of adding? I don't, I don't know. It's, it, you know what's crazy? It felt like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how, it just, it just felt like, they were just lip syncing animals all the whole movie. It really did. It, like, like, obviously they are, but it didn't, I didn't feel like the animals were talking. I feel like niggas were just lip syncing on the whole movie. That that was, fact. That I was, was just like, ah, this is kind of whack. Anytime, so, anytime Beyonce would hear a high note, they just pulled off into a wide shot so that you couldn't really see her face. It was, it was, it was kind of like that the whole movie. And I mean, I mean, so, just the fact, just the features of these animals make you think that they can't talk. Yeah. Zazu was a bird. He's just opening his mouth and closing yeah. his mouth. He doesn't even have a tongue. He is. He is. It's okay, kind of different. Let me ask question. Okay. Zazu. Okay. Now, I'm, okay. So you would argue, you, would, you, yeah, you both agree. Does Zazu have a presence? Like, like, you know, because my, y'all know my biggest whack with Aladdin. Um, cause uh, what was the Iago. Paris name? What was Iago. his name again? Iago. Man, I just feel like, like, why was he there? Like, mm-hmm. they didn't give any depth to the character. Like, I like this man. You would would roast like everybody. And Zazu Zazu had several. I mean, good moments. Did he have good moments? Okay, they've added to Zazu's role in this movie. Yeah, they did. He was doing a lot throughout the whole movie. Yeah, he was he was a main he was a main guy. Yeah, he was really helping out. If not for Zazu in this movie, it wouldn't have gone as well for now, his How do y'all feel about mm-hmm. that? Are y'all happy they added? I'm happy they added. I got no pro, no cause order. No keep cause adding, order. keep adding. Everything that they added, I was excited about. Mm-hmm. So when they added that Beyonce song, you know that you saw me lean forward in my chair. I, I just see that. And when they changed, uh, they so they shouldn't be prepared, but they changed the words to it. Uh-huh. None, most of the original words are, have been changed. Mm-hmm. But when they changed it, I was also leaning forward in my chair, and I was mm-hmm. thinking, man, I wonder which way they're gonna go with this. Mm-hmm. They ended up going nowhere, <laughs> but I was ready to accept the change. The thing is. They're able to um, they're able to experiment with this new type of animation mm-hmm. called realistic animation, mm-hmm. where the animation is photorealistic and it looks like it's not even animated. It looks like it's real. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that they're able to take leaps forward with this with this art mm-hmm. and also get their money back. Mm-hmm. But they're playing it so safe, mm-hmm. which they can do because they know they're going to make money. Right. They're playing it so safe that I didn't even get a new experience from this. And so there's no there's no kudos I can give this movie. Because with the only thing that's changed is the animation. Matter of fact, I would rather I'd rather just play the original movie's audio over this new visuals. Cause they didn't none of the voice actors really added much to it. Even James Earl Jones was not as good. Oh, come on. I'm 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 being, the I'm goat? being so the Darth Vader. Goat, the goat has gotten old. Uh. It, it wasn't. It, it it was a very bad showing. And, and um, the, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and and the pacing, like, oh pace, man, the pacing of the movie was just awful. That's another thing. So I don't know if the pacing in the first movie was bad, but it didn't feel like it. They yeah, slowed they, down at the right times. Down, yeah. yeah, they paused at the right times. But in this movie, they ex- it was kind of like a paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. They expected that you watch the original movie exactly, and so which is bad. Exactly. Right. And so if so, they'll just move at a, like a like a regular like pace. Like they never really slowed down. They just yeah. kind of just let's get this. All right, yeah. check it off the box. Let's get this. Mm-hmm. Check it off the box. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of annoying, especially in times where didn't you yeah. say that you were 
like their emotions weren't ever able to sink yes. in. Yes, they were emotionally deaf. Not only because of the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Rich McCall Simba would be sitting in the gorge talking about Dad, what's what's going on? Mm-hmm. And even though he wasn't showing on his face, I could hear it in his voice. Yeah. But then the next moment, Scar would come in and he'd be like, You killed your dad. What's your mom gonna think? What's your pride gonna think? You know what I'm saying? And then Simba's gonna be like, Dang, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kinda just like he doesn't even take a doesn't take a final look at his father. Exactly, no. Doesn't, you know, think about anything. It's not emotional at all. You have the ability oh, here to add to the emotion, to intensify the reactions mm-hmm. to these moments. And they didn't take that opportunity. Yeah, it was very, it was just poorly executed the whole time. It just, like we were saying, it just felt like, all right, got the scene check, got the scene check, got the scene check. But but you weren't thinking about it. You weren't thinking about that. This is live action. This is a different a different time of medium almost. Facts. You got you to, gotta, you know account for the different the changes you need to make absolutely man hey, I'm, I'm i'm discouraged i'm discouraged <laughs> as, as you should be i've been watching but i'm, I'm discouraged because i mean timing and pacing is, is everything with it, it can make or break a film so mm-hmm. in say, my opinion so let me let me andrew you give your overall thoughts I'm gonna look up the time, the length of each, the, the original and the new one, and see like what, how they stack up. Um, overall thoughts about this movie, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was a great effort. You know, they they tried, they 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 wanted to, you know, bring a classic back and you know make something special, you know, for the for the kids of this generation. And I think by you know having all these animals looking very realistic, like. That must cost a lot of money to do. I don't know how much that shit costs, but I know that budget must have been insane. So you know, so props for that. Props for them. Props to the animals looking realistic. But the only negative is that, like we said, they went in look animated. It just looked too much like animals. Like you know, give them some facial expressions, give them some features. But I did like the scenery. I, I did enjoy the soundtrack, but you know, it just it just felt too pacing was choppy. And honestly, I gotta give the movie a five out of ten. Damn. I gotta give a movie five out of ten. Five out of Damn. ten. I'm I, I, sorry. Okay, I just what looked it up. Well, well, first of all, let me just tell you this. I looked it up. Uh, looked up the runtime. So it was a half an hour longer than the original. I don't know how that happened. Because nah, it seemed exactly the same. Exactly. Shot for shot. I don't even. I don't know what was longer. Andrew gave it a five out of ten. What do you give? Rotten Tomatoes is giving it a fifty-three percent. Five out of ten. Spot on. We're right on the right. Oh, we're right shit. on the right. We're right oh, on the right. Page. I, I ain't looking at the Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> I said this yesterday when I walked out the movie. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> uh, what do I give the film? First of all, let me let me say this. If you're gonna create something new, if you're gonna take something old and and repurpose it for the for the purpose of a new audience, the least you can do is add to it. And I'm not saying add visual effects unless it was an old movie shot in the same visual effects. Right. If you if you're gonna make a new animated Lion King, and you're gonna make it you know look like it's live action, photorealistic, then let's make the emotions photorealistic, okay? Right. And if you can't do that, then don't do it. <laughs> if, let's let's make the fighting photorealistic because yeah. we want to make this thing look so realistic. Except for when two lions fight, there's no blood. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We want to make the whole thing so realistic, but we have a, we have a, uh, we have a, lions fighting hyenas, engulfed in flames, and all of a sudden, you know, what I'm saying nobody's getting nobody's getting seriously injured. We want to make it so realistic looking, 
but we have a, a warthog bulldozing through hyenas mm. and making sounds like doink, boink. Yeah. Come on, those are exactly. cartoon sound effects. Right. Uh huh. So, for the. For the reasons that the animation did not match the style of storytelling that the original Lion King was going for, I must give this a f- 4.5 because oh. I have to make it lower than Andrew's. Because <laughs> 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 I, I have to be more upset. So, yeah, I will give it a 4.5. Do not recommend. Meech, what's the, what's the, what's the possibility of you seeing this? Of well, as a rule of thumb, I always when critiquing films, I always look at Drew's score and give it one extra point. That's correct. I always do that. That's correct. Oh but you my know what? god! Since my best score is so outraged, <laughs> I'm only gonna make it 0.5 uh, increase. So I give it a 5.5 out of 10. <laughs> 10 to the score. <laughs> you guys, you guys don't understand how. Um, accurate, that is. <laughs> I always add a point to Andrew's score. Oh every my time. What's, what's every wrong time. My, what's wrong with my score? Andrew's my score does not include the number 10. My score is like, my rating system is beautiful. Let me ask you a question. We don't have to go into this, but let me just ask you one question. Does your rating score include the number 10? Yeah, it does. Have you ever rated something in the, a 10? Yeah, I have. I've rated, I've rated things 10. He's, he's lying to you. People. I'm not. He's lying I'm to the people. I think, I will. I think. That, that's that's my rule of thumb. Yeah, we digress. All right. Take this with a, take this with a several grains of salt. Right. And please. But hey, I'm just gonna a little respect to Drew, man. He got he gave you know a similar score with Rotten Tomatoes. That's so a fact. Some kudos for that. <laughs> he obviously yeah. had something. Yeah, I t- you know I know a little something, something about some visuals. I know some something, something. All right, let's let's talk about something that I don't know a little something, something about because I really disrespect the world of competitive gaming. Okay. <laughs> Competitive gaming, I'm talking about people who play video games, PS4, uh, Xbox, Xbox uh, what is that other one that's kind of trash? Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? I don't know what it is. Nintendo Switch? Switch? Ah, the Switch. Nintendo Switch. Basically a Wii, but with a couple of controllers. I don't really know what this thing does, but people game on it, apparently. Uh, Andrew, give us a little bit more about this competitive gaming and why, why we're talking about it now. Okay, so recently or a few weeks ago, there was um, a Fortnite tournament, right? And Fortnite, it's a shooting game. Yes, yes it's if, if you don't know what Fortnite is by now, I don't, I don't know. We're just going <laughs> it's to an open fall. world. Yeah, um, niggas jump off a bus. Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah. basically, Battle Royale. There's a shooting game. It's a, what is it? Third person. Uh, yes, third person. Hundred people for each round. Yeah. You shoot everybody until you're the last man standing. Honestly, right. if you don't know, man, just go on your phone and download it, man, bro. Like, <laughs> don't, please don't download it. Support the pod. Don't support Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they already got enough. All right. So, yeah. So, there was a tournament, and it was a, I believe it was a free-for-all tournament. And essentially, why we're discussing this is first place won $3 million. That is insane. He, he was Repeat a, that? You sure it's three? I heard it was like 16. No, it's $3 million. It was three? First place won $3 million. Okay. He 16-year-old kid. Boy was 16. 16-year-old yeah. kid, $3 million from playing video games. Yep. Now, how does that make... Hold on. How does that make you feel, Mish, as a man who works for a living? Hey, man. I saw, I saw that, and I looked at my brother. I said, hey, man. I mean... If you go, now's your chance to redeem yourself. All right, <laughs> if you you've been wasting change, your time, you've been wasting, you've been wasting your time. I think, I think I've told this story before. You have about my brother. <laughs> and I've said having a Fortnite addiction. Can, can we get the turn? I mean, let me ask you a question. Very, very, What's very, the first sign of addiction? 
What's one of the first sides? You steal from your family. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the first one. That's, that's ever later down the line, but yeah, that's, that's a sign. That's a sign. So you know, I'm saying I heard about this. I say, hey man, now's your chance to change your, your reputation. All right, you gonna be telling a different story. I'm gonna need you to step it up with the Fortnite, man. I, I didn't need you to be in the top ten. Yeah. What was like the prize for like 120 ranked person? Okay, what was that? So if you if you came in last place, fifty thousand. Are you, you fucking you want kidding 50, me? You want fifty thousand? Yo, be be hundred and twenty eighth. You want fifty thousand? Fifty thousand, man. Uh, was, You're not doing fifty thousand dollars. Well, this man. is the thing. It looks like if you if you're anywhere from sixty fifth to one hundred twenty eighth place, they don't really rank you at all. Yeah. They just give you fifty thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, oh. yeah, I mean that, that's that's great. I send you on your way, nigga. I ain't mad. I pay my tuition with that shit. I ain't mad. That's a fact. Niggas can pay their debts. That's crazy. What fifth place one? And, and just K. imagine if Bernie becomes president and forgives your debt. You got fifty thousand dollars to yourself. That's crazy, man. Shit, man. So the first thing I think we need to uh, we need to cover in this is the fact that if we go by prize money by country, we got all these Western countries. We need to start giving PS4s to people in need. Stop dropping waters. Drop PS4s. Oh, that's right. Get these people some money. Stop giving Yeezys. Give PS4s. That's a fact. I, 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 I don't see any country. I, I barely see any countries from South America on this list. I barely see any countries from uh, from Africa, Africa on this list. I mean, well, gaming is a, is a I guess, a luxury thing. It's it a, kind of. It's a, it's people winning money. People making money off this now. Yeah. People, now I got to start giving money. it to the masses. Exactly. However, and, I don't really respect it. <laughs> And then let me talk about the other. So last week there was Evo. So it's um, happens every year. Right. Stands for Evolution. It's a fighting game tournament, and and they have Super Smash Brothers, Street Fighter, MK11, uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, Samurai Showdown, Blaze Blue, a whole bunch of games for people to play. And basically, people you know go through a tournament and they win. For Smash Brothers, there was about I think it was it was three thousand entrants. And the, and the winner got 21,000 for for Street Fighters. I think the winner got like like 30,000, whatever, whatever. So my question to y'all is, what do you guys think about competitive game? Do you think this is a a career path that people should strive toward or you think you think this should shouldn't be anything? What do you think? So here's here's two big points for me, which I like about competitive gaming. Let's start with the positives. As uh, Drew was so kind to do to the Lion King, I had to before we slandered the movie. <laughs> so let's start with the, the positives before I slander competitive gaming. <laughs> First positive, it's a, it's more inclusive. So as long as you have an internet connection, you can play, you can participate in these games. As long as you have thumbs, you can participate in these games. Sports is not that inclusive. You can't play sports without arms. You can't play sports without legs, eyes. Whatever. I mean, you know, you can't play Fortnite without eyes. Can you? No. 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 But you could probably play it without hearing. Yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't be as good. But yeah. You need, you, there's, there's audio cues. All right, keep going. I appreciate how inclusive it is. You know what I'm saying? You can play it anywhere. You can play it, you know, with disabilities. And it doesn't really matter what you look like or how tall you are or whatever, whatever, whatever. As long as you're good at the game, you can get respect for being good at the game. You can make, make money for being good at the game. Um, two, it's making people money. People who normally wouldn't have access to this type of money. 16-year-old making $3 million? That's great. That's something that I want my little sister to strive for. If you're going to play Fortnite, <laughs> you, might as well play, you might as well play competitively. That's what I'm saying. However, at the end of the day... What's up? 
I feel like I cannot put as much onus on these people being good at Fortnite as somebody being good at track or at something like that because anybody can do this. At the end of the day, uh, if I wanted to be number one, and oh if I put in enough time and money, I could do it. That's, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. That's this close. 16-year-old could do it and I can't? What does he get that I don't have? That's right. You got time. You got time. You got to pay bills. Don't worry about that shit. That nigga got a lot of time. If I put in enough time and effort, I could do this too. I mean, you you could try. But that, that doesn't necessarily mean you would be the best. Why do you think Wait, this, why do you think the sixteen year old one? It's because he's not doing anything. He, he has no parental structure. I kinda <laughs> piggyback to kinda piggyback off Swallow's point. I will say this though. I feel like you could probably trade listen, I don't even want to be number one. What was like the lowest ranking to get fifty thousand dollars? One twenty eight. <laughs> Are you joking? Oh my god. I think one of us could practice enough to be be in that spot. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I I don't know. I mean well, let me ask you this. Have you ever played a game competitively? Any type, game? No, I've, any type of game. Any type of game. Competitively against y'all? Or, no, or competitively like, to be good. You mean like a tournament or something? Yeah, like ever, ever participated in a tournament. Actually, I have. Actually, I have. Candy Crush Saga. Oh, they got an account. Every- <laughs> <laughs> Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Every oh. every time you Isn't finish like a- Isn't like <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me speak. Okay, so every time you finish a level, yeah. it ranks you according to your that's not your friends on Facebook. That, that doesn't count. And that's, that's not. And almost every time I'm in the top ten, if not the top three. So talk to me. No, I don't even put no time into that. No, I'm, I'm talking about an actual tournament. Your team versus another team, or you versus another person. Direct head com- competitive. Play. Does that's money have to be on the line or some type of prize? Yeah, it has to be a prize. Yeah, man, shit. Niggas play harder. There's money on the line. No, I have not. But let me <laughs> let me counter with this. Let me counter with this. Okay. We walked into the. We were at the mall. We walked into the Microsoft store. The, the Microsoft store has computers that anybody can play on. Yeah. There was a gaggle of kids in the back yeah. hogging the computers. Playing competitively, yeah, whatever that they like means. A, they had like a rep there or somebody in a Foot Locker shirt. Yeah. They had a trash rep. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody that the people in the Microsoft store didn't even know. They said, I don't know who, who commissioned <laughs> me. <laughs> if that's what you call playing competitively, I want no parts. No, that's not it. That's not it. Playing, no, it's like going to like a venue. So yeah, I'm pretty sure they got multiple TVs, right? Yeah, There's yeah, no, like they, they, they've got, they've got multiple ways, but. Here's here's the thing. If if you've ever tried to be to be good at anything, it's it's very hard to be the best. You no. know, I mean, I mean, you you could play a sport, you could play basketball. I mean, you could have the hype for it. You could, but you may not be the best basketball player. You, I mean, of course, you can you can practice a lot and and try, but you know, I think I think there's a certain peak or potential to everyone. Not every, not everyone's gonna have you know be that top performer. Not everyone can be LeBron. You may be built like LeBron, but not everyone can fucking be LeBron. I just think that a lot of competitive gaming is built around built around like algorithms. If you do this, if you see this do this, if you see this do that, blah 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 blah, you know what I'm saying? Get your reflexes up so fast enough so that you can do these algorithms as fast as possible. Uh-huh. Sort of like a uh, sort of uh-huh. like a Rubik's cube. Okay. But but here's but here's the thing. It, it requires a so if we're talking about a fighting game. It, it requires a lot of practice. So, so for instance, like Super Smash Brothers. Okay, there's 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 over seventy characters in that game. If you want to be nice at the game, not only do you need to know how to play your character well, 
You need to know the matchup against all other all sixty nine other characters. Describe describe Super Smash Bros for anybody who hasn't played it. What do these niggas live? <laughs> Yo, there are a lot of people who don't have switches. Oh my god! Who don't play you know right. Mario games? Basically, whatever. you got Nintendo characters from all and and some from other uh, um, game companies. But you got all these. Yeah. So you got like Mario, Zelda, Link. If you don't know those people, I. Whatever. There's not much more detail we can go into. Right. And then basically you have to fight these people and for competitive play, you get three lives each and you go to the ninth person off the stage and kill them. That's yeah, it's very, a platform based fighting game. So very you can either KO somebody by knocking them off the stage and having them fall to their death, mm-hmm. or no, that's the only way. But sometimes when you get weak enough, you get knocked yeah, off the stage. Yeah. You get knocked the fuck yeah. out. So so what I'm saying is if you're playing that game competitively, you need to know all the matchups. And here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize about competitive play. Um, so the first thing you, you need to understand the game, just knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge is the first level. Understanding all the all the different me- mechanics and tech that you can need that you need to do. Level two is being able to execute it and condition yourself to know what to do in every single single situation. And that is doing that will, will get you to the base. The base competitive level. Now, to actually be enough good enough to win the tournament, that requires practice, and it requires good practice. And with a fighting game, you're only going to get good practice if you play against good people. If you play against bad people, you're not going to get good. Right. That's sounds, that. That's that's the thing about tournaments. Sounds like a game of privilege. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. I mean, there's a lot of games of privilege you can go in that. You can go to mm-hmm. hockey, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? You can go, uh, wow. kind of baseball, which is the reason why you don't that's see it. I mean, you gotta have the equipment, you gotta have the equipment, you gotta have the space. So, okay. what's it called? Um, all right, you want anything to add, you? I'm just saying know. that that's fighting games, um, shooting games, it's, it's, it's the same thing, yeah. I would say competitive in the sense that I mean, you know, like small say, I agree to some, to some extent. If you practice a game, you know, long enough, you're gonna know the cues and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, you'll you'll know it. You'll know but it. But what's your execution? Well, execution. That's the difference. Like, Not everybody has the same reflexes. Exactly. I may I may react quicker than you. And exactly. Like no and, amount of training. And a lot. Gonna... And what a lot of people don't understand that these games are deep. Yeah. Like you, it, it looks simple to the viewer, yeah. but the game is, is is as deep as a chess game. Yeah. Perfect example. Kind of a, a non-video game, you know, representation of that idea is baseball. Everybody thinks that in baseball, you know, you have the fastest reaction time. You can hit the ball. You know, mm-hmm. you can hit a lot of right. runs. Mm-hmm. That's not really true. Well, um, I learned in a book um, called The Sports Gene is that there's certain visual cues. Like, as a hitter, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the pitcher's body language and stuff. Something yeah. like that. Body language of uh-huh. the pitcher, you know, from, from the moment, you know, they grasp the ball uh-huh. to throw the ball. They have like some idea of where the ball's gonna go, and you know that comes from film. That comes from years and years right. of seeing a whole bunch exactly. of pictures. It's so. yeah, yeah. No competitive gaming. It's it's being at the top level. It's a mind game. That that's you, you need to be mentally strong. Like go go, go back to what you were talking about. How it's like chess. You like, piqued my interest. Okay, okay. So Super Smash Brothers, right? If you play the game when you're when you're hanging off the ledge, right, and trying to get back on. Well, a lot of people think of. Basic people think there's only one option. They're actually, they're actually, I think it's four or five options. First option, mm. normal get up. Second, second option, you can get up attack. Third option, you can get up roll. Um, fourth option, you, you can you can get up and do a jump attack. Or I think the fifth option is you can, you can hit back and then go up with, with with a jump attack. Those those are five different options at the ledge. 
your goal your goal your goal being on the platform is to prevent that person from getting back on stage and you can cover multiple options or a, a key a key strategy you'll see in competitive play you say okay you see i see he's getting up and he's rolling onto the stage every single time so you're like all right okay so then the person thinks all right if he's gonna do that i'm gonna punish that but really what you're doing by rolling every time on the stage is that you're you're conditioning to the, the opponent to think a certain way so that so that when it gets to the last stock the last lives they think you're gonna roll but actually you don't roll you choose a different option and you punish them it is it is a deep ass mind game wow and i guess that's why every time i play smash y'all niggas kick my ass because <laughs> no, i don't think about no, that i'm lost in the i'm sauce. lost in the yeah. fucking sauce maybe that's why they always like shout out to Jalen, man listen drew thank you now that you talk give us that demonstration listen i'm coming for you Jalen. <laughs> all right <laughs> oh my god i'm not coming for nobody right now i just i don't know it's funny because i'm it's this is like a new sphere it's not new gaming yeah. itself but video gaming and stuff like that and being and it being professional kind of like a new sphere and i wonder how they thought about chess when it was first introduced oh that's a waste of time yeah. oh blah 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 oh this is a game why are you why are you wasting your time with this game i think that's with everything because here's the thing um but most of you know most of the quote unquote you know big four sports like football basketball the whole concept of a professional sporting is kind of new in history because before sports yeah. was seen as like a luxury yeah like, gladiators right. Yeah, well, <laughs> besides the excluding <laughs> oh, that, I like I'm talking like you know, mostly sports like baseball. I know baseball, basketball, and football. They were looked at as like a pastime for the rich. They actually frowned upon if you, you know, dedicated your life to honing your craft in a specific sport because they feel like you're wasting your time. Like it's, you can't make money off of it or whatever. But it's like, you know, kind of gladiator-like. Like, once, you know, you start seeing, you start showcasing, you know, athletes who can perform all these type of yeah. super, superhuman feats, like dunking a basketball, you know what I'm saying, juking football, hitting a mm -hmm. home run. That's, you know, once they, once these leagues figured out that you can make a lot of money showing people do superhuman feats in sports, that's when, you know what I'm saying, people aspire to be professionals and stuff like that. So with this gaming, like, like, you know, mm -hmm. perfect example, my boy Ninja, you know yeah. what I'm saying, doing his thing. Exactly. Like, you probably see somebody come with a killer combo you couldn't even think of. Exactly. You know what I'm it's, it's, it's really crazy. And, and I don't know if you guys know this, but, you know, a lot of, like, a lot of, uh, teams are like buying buying like esports teams yeah. and recruiting players to play for them yeah you know that it's it's uh you know there's there's a real job market now yeah. for these things did i know. ever tell y'all the story about i met some boy at Coles who's a competitive gamer Word. did i ever tell you that story nah nah oh man i went to Coles. i forgot what i was looking for but i went to i went to Coles and i'm talking to this boy i think i'm trying to get some see if they had some uh headphones available so then he i guess the conversation steered in that direction because he's like you know, if you wanted to do this, then whatever. But if you want to play games, then buy this type of headphone. So some of that conversation, that went from, he said, uh, good headphones for gaming. Mm -hmm. So he was like, yeah, you know, so actually, I'm actually a competitive gamer. So I know yeah. all about this. What was giving me like, 
You know what I'm saying? We must have talked for an hour. And yeah. that's impressive because I don't even want to talk. I don't like to spend too much time in the store. I know exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to buy when I walk in that's and right. I'm ready to walk out. But, you know, his life was so interesting that I actually sat there and listened. Like, this man plays competitively. He's like a manager for a team or something like uh-huh. that. And he's actually, like, won a decent amount of money. You know what I'm saying? He said, I, I, he's pretty much just working there for fun. Right. <laughs> something. So... Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's, competitive gaming is legit. It's it's, it's a career. It's, it's a career. It's a career. But it's uh it's a very very stressful career because yes. because if you're not if you're not placing well, you're not doing well, then that's going to drop you. Competitive gaming reminds me of soccer in the sense that if you if you don't start soccer by a certain age, then you're pretty much you know. Yeah, like I think you gotta spend a, a, whole, a whole lot of hours playing competitive gaming. Yeah, I don't think it's something you can pick up pretty late in life. So this is interesting because I mean to play I, be that that elite. I don't think you can do that. First of all, let's not kid ourselves. Uh-huh. Regular like um, regular sports people, three million dollars for only one person in the league. But you, that, that would be paltry. So my question is this: How many people are watching these these tournaments? How many people are like, okay, like where are they getting this money from? Are they getting this money from viewership? Are they getting this money from companies who want to raise buzz? So I can tell you because that's going to inform how the sport or whatever I, grows. I can tell you with Evo um, at the at the peak at the end of the Super Smash Bros. tournament there were. 280,000 viewers. That's 280,000 viewers watching on Twitch. And then, yeah. and then it's also on it's also on ESPN2 as well. As it should be. Yeah, so... I'm just saying, if you're going to try to get yeah. money from this, you better put that thing uh, on ESPN. I thought you were going to pull yeah. up. Like, I oh thought you were going to say something God. like ESPN2. Yeah, that's what the mediocre is for. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. I thought you were going to be just... Wait, 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 wait. Did you say it was on ESPN or did you say it was on ESPN as well? ESPN too. I thought she was gonna be disrespectful. I mean, I mean, forget what I said. Forget what I said. Put it right next to the spelling bee. Okay, sorry. The spelling bee is lit. All right. So you said it had like a two hundred million. Yeah, yeah, essentially. So I mean, I mean, they do have an audience, and you know, it's. It's one of those things like where you yeah you ask where you get these viewers from, but it's 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 a very simple concept. You you take anything you know, any sport, any any type of competition, and you see it at a high level. That's that's something that people want to see. You want to see something at a high level. Because when's the last time you watched a competitive game of chess on ESPN two? I didn't think so. I mean, I mean, I mean, no, that is interesting. I mean, but competitive fighting games interest me, and I watch Evo. Uh, some people like sports. Some people really like basketball. So they so they go to the basketball games because they really like seeing it play on a high level. I see what you're no saying. one goes to say like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sign the WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> if I if you shout out to the WNBA man, y'all, y'all coming up. Y'all coming you want to see something played at the highest level? That's why the the Olympics people watch the Olympics. You want to see something at the wrong, highest level? It's the same wrong, thing wrong. with There's gaming. More to it. There's more to it. The Olympics people who watch the Olympics don't just want to see people at the highest level, you know, compete at the highest level. Because if I was go- if I want to see that, I would just watch Warren Buffett at the stock market exchange. Oh, okay? If I want to see people I, at the highest level, I would just watch... Uh, all, right, bro. all right, do you want to see Usain Ball run? Do you want to see some high school kids run? There's something... I, there's the highest level aspect, but there's also 
the physical aspect. Yes. This is the strongest. That's a fact. What can I, what can I say about you after you win a gaming tournament? I can't say nothing. I can't say you're the strongest, the fastest. I can yeah. say you're the best at the game. No, that's trash. You that's too much. Funny? That's too much. That's what's killing baseball right now. Because it's like you said, the physical aspect of the sport. Baseball numbers going way down because. You just be a fat guy, hit the ball yeah, far, like jump to the base. It is, it is, it's not as entertaining as you know, I'm saying, seeing, you know, LeBron dunk on like four people. Absolutely. Or like, uh, you know, Saquon Barkley juke the mess out of the whole entire <laughs> Absolutely. defense. So, uh-huh. I mean, it's yeah, something to say. I don't know. What, what, I wonder if that's going to affect the, the potential. Because let's be honest game. here people are carnal, people are savages, mm-hmm. and they like to see. People physically dominated by other people. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and, and, am, I, am I insane? <laughs> my dad, every time we watch football, he's like, I only watch it because I want to see somebody laid the fuck out. Uh, like, fact, <laughs> why do people go to even see NASCAR? They want to see somebody's life put on the what line. The fuck? They want to see a crash. What's wrong with y'all niggas? They want to see a crash. Hey, what's wrong with y'all niggas? I'm not saying I don't watch NASCAR, but I am saying. I'm not trying to see someone get hurt. I'm telling you this. The NASCAR ratings go up when there's a crash. Oh, yeah. I just I just want to see something done at the highest level, okay? I just want to see what they can do because I know that... That's a lie. I know, I know that I would never be able to do that. I'm going to go a step further, all right? All right. People watch hockey to see fights. If you watch, people who watch hockey, if they don't see a hockey fight, if they don't see a fight, they're disappointed. Right, nigga, why you watch basketball? Tell me why you watch basketball. Oh, I watch basketball. I mean, I love the sport. Like, I, I like... All right, all right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Niggas can't just like... You can't just like it. I, I just... You got me. You got me. <laughs> it's like saying... It's like saying... I want to see something at the highest level, right? But you... It's like... See, some people... Some people you even watch speed running. Going through a game as fast as possible. Something done at the highest level. People do watch that. It's just... However... There's certain things that I don't want to see at the highest level. There's something... There's certain, there's certain mediums... So then it's not for you is what you're saying. It's like this. It's like this. It's like saying, oh, I think it's entertaining as long as it's at the highest level. However, if it's a shoemaker working at the highest level, I don't want to watch him make the shoes. I want to wear the shoes. If it's a game at the highest level, I don't want to watch other people play the game. I want to play, play the, the game. game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? So so then why do people watch basketball? Do you want to play basketball? Or do you want to watch fucking LeBron fucking dunk? Or you want to watch Steph Curry shoot a three? I guess basketball is a game. All right, nigga, what? What's your fucking point? But it's also the physical Who aspect. Who the fuck you mad at? <laughs> Me and yourself. <laughs> Call that one 800 2 Can we reel it in? Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. I just think, I don't know, man. Competitive gaming just hasn't caught my eye. I just can't. I can't. That, that, that's that's you, you probably just not a big game. I think that's what it is. And that's true. Gaming is a that's waxing, true. waning thing for me. So once, like one month, I'll be like, "Oh, let me play all my games in my library." The next month, I'll be like, "Man, I'm not gonna touch that PS4 for two two months." I'm I still haven't beaten Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that's that's just the way to play, beat that. And when did that come out? It came out like March, January. Nah, January. Jesus, you probably got it in March. I'm wasting you. I got it in Jag. I said it. That's how you feel? Uh, yeah. He said, You probably got it. Yeah, you got that shit late. But yeah. Um, Are you going to try to be a competitive gamer, Angel? I get it. I go to a tournament. I get that shit a shot. 
I know I'm yeah. not gonna make it far, but I, I'll try. Shit, man. People in 128th place against 50,000. Sign me up. Man. That's a fact. Listen, mm-hmm. my brothers listen to this shit, man. You need to redeem yourself, nigga. All right? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I want people to walk away with this, for my opinion alone, is I can't. I'm not really mad at you if you're out there making money, doing something collaborative, and that's not hurting anybody. I can't be mad at you. Nah. At the end of the day, you know, good for you. You making money. You having yeah. a good time while doing it. And you're not hurting nobody? Yeah. Except for your parents' wallet? More power to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to slide that in there. I was real slick with the thing. I was real oh, slick with good. the thing. That was good. Yeah. Well, if you're done. not hurting nobody, then go ahead. Do what you want to do. Yeah, that's what you want to do. I'm just not feeling I'm just probably not going to watch. Capitalism, is, at the end of the day, this is a capitalistic society, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And if there's an audience for it, then make your money. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, Drew is telling me that there's an argument. For, yeah. And there's an audience for it. All right, yeah. Let's, let me tell you what there's not a... Let me tell you what there's not an audience for. There's not an audience for ignorant people Uh trying to take away money from people trying to make money in the NCAA. Not people trying to make money. People of color. People trying of color try to make money. And right now we're talking about the NCAA has changed, has made a new rule concerning agents. So this rule has now been dubbed the Rich Paul rule. Yep. Right, tell us about that. So, do you, you want to go into it? Let me go into it. Let me go into it. So, for you, those of you who don't know Rich Paul, you never heard of him. No, he's not related to Chris Paul. All right, but he does. Paul. I believe he does represent Chris Paul, but they're not related. So, I have to get that out of the way because that's a common uh, misconception. Mm-hmm. Rich Paul is, I consider him. I think it's not a stretch to say he's the most powerful sports agent out there regardless of sports okay the most powerful or, or the hottest sport. wow because if you look at his client he has one of the highest payroll total payrolls um that agent could have in their catalog i mean he's tight with lebron james that's his boy uh he's known lebron rich game pitch actually came into the game because of lebron um i think the story is they met at an airport um somewhere in akron ohio uh, Rich Paul was selling throwback jerseys, you know what I'm saying? Cap, you know, being a young entrepreneur, um, LeBron happened to be at the airport. I think this was a couple months before he was going to be drafted. But LeBron goes, man, I like that jersey, you know what I'm saying? Um, can I can I get a copy? He's like, yeah, man, um, here's my number. They exchanged contacts, and from there, they, they just built a friendship. So he came into the game. That's how he came into the game, to my understanding. Um... LeBron James had an agent prior to Rich Paul. I don't remember his name, um, but Rich Paul actually studied under that agent. And after a couple of years, you know what I'm saying, LeBron felt comfortable handing Rich Paul the reins um, as his, you know, official agent. Then after that, you know, he starts a company called Clutch Sports. Now, the myth is because of his connection to LeBron, and that's pretty much what he sees a lot of flack for, People think that LeBron is a silent partner in Clutch Sports, but officially on paper, he's just a client. But people think because they're so tight that LeBron is a silent partner. So after LeBron, he has like John Wall, he has Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, okay, um, Eric Bledsoe, and he, yeah, he just signed. He uh, just started representing Draymond, who just signed a big time contract. Shout out to Draymond, but. You know what I'm saying? He has a lot of enemies in the business because, I mean, I think probably mainly because of he's black. I mean, when you're a black man or a person of color in a predominantly white field, 
doesn't matter how you enter your field, you're gonna get a lot of flack. Doesn't matter uh-huh. how good you are. Doesn't matter how good okay. you are, you're gonna get a lot of flack. So what has happened now? Wait, what's the what's the issue? I, I don't I don't see an issue of That's a great before. question. That's a great question. Let's let's get to So it. the issue is unlike, you know, your most tip, your typical sports agent, most of these guys, you know, have like a bachelor's or master's in business administration or whatever. Okay. They just have something. They let's just say they all went to college. Okay. For a couple of years. Rich Paul doesn't have a college degree. Never went to college. Okay. You know, the way he learned uh, being a sports agent was pretty much through life experiences. You know what I'm saying? He, I told you he studied under a uh, 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 head agent. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like an internship. That's fair. Internship without the education as a prerequisite. So, and he's just built strong relationships. The strongest being LeBron James, who's, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the most famous basketball player on the, on the planet and as a result has you know the the most the most power we live in an era where players are starting to have you know the power which is different from guys like jordan and barkley in their era where their destinies were controlled by um management so because lebron is lebron is his greatest yes that's his best friend so Money probably is not the strongest um, point in their relationship. It's not a breaking point, but uh-huh. that's his biggest asset. So because of that, people are like, oh, um, because of how he came up in the game, they're like, you know, they have a problem with it. Like, they, they don't think he worked for, you know, his success. They just think that it was handed to him. And what they've okay. done now, okay, the NCAA has which is that's what they call the uh the basketball college league yeah right the NCAA has issued a new rule which has been dubbed the Rich Paul rule yes okay because it is it requires for you to be an agent of a college sports athlete don't you you have to have a bachelor's degree am i wrong about that at all that, let, uh, let me rephrase it um that so you know that um the MCAA recently made a rule where, in the past, if you declared for a draft, that was it. Your college eligibility was over, uh-huh. and you know you can't play, you, you can't go back to school. But what they recently did was, once you declare, they would give you a certain amount of time for you to keep contemplating your decision. That way, and they give you the option to actually, you know, um, undeclare, okay, and you know preserve your college eligibility, okay within a time period so let's say that you know a couple weeks ago like drew decided um he wanted to click for the nba draft or competitive gaming draft or whatever and <laughs> shout out to 2k draft shout out to yeah so the thing with drafts is obviously the higher the higher drafted the more money you can make so sometimes what guys do is if I'm entering a draft particular year and I'm say I, I projected to go 33rd, I may be like, I'd rather go to school, keep learning. Maybe if I come back next year, I'll gain more money. That's so, cool. oh, yeah. But what this rule is, it states that for a player to have that option to declare and undeclare for whatever reason, in order to keep that option, you have to hire an agent with a bachelor's. With a bachelor's degree. Bachelor's degree. So it's not saying that you can't do it, but Where it's saying you, if you want to be successful, yes, then you have to have an agent with yeah. a bachelor's degree. So 
if I don't say I was to hire Rich Paul as my agent, that means I can't go. I don't have the option of going back to school. Yeah, that's right. So you in can't a sense, play in college with a with an agent with a without a bachelor's degree. I mean, you don't have to. Like that's what that's what I'm reading. That's what I'm reading. I'm on TMZ Sports. I don't know how. Yeah, that part says okay. NC says it will not allow players with remaining eligibility to return to college to play. If they that's have- gonna dissuade a whole bunch of people from signing agents with no bachelors, and they call it the Rich Paul rule because, I mean, he's the guy. He's the example of a successful agent who doesn't have a bachelor's. So what are they trying to prevent? Here. Are they trying to prevent from people just reneging every t- on the draft? Is no. That, what are they? What they're trying to prevent is or discourage is they're trying to prevent more stories of guys like Rich Paul coming into the game. But basically, what, what's the kind of phrase? But kind of, what's a good phrase to use? They're, they're trying to dilute the agent pool, in a sense. I mean, this is just another way to to stop uh, people who don't have as much resources. From getting money, they're trying to make it more exclusive. Exactly. That's 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 all it is. That's all it is. It's just a vote tax. Right. It's just a uh, it's just a show three IDs to get to you know to <laughs> to have a vote. Right. Let me let me give y'all a little bit of commentary on what people on Twitter are saying. Yeah. LeBron James says, "Can't stop, won't stop. They big mad and scared. Nothing will stop this movement and culture over here. Not sorry. No, he said sorry." Oh, he said sorry. Sorry, sorry not, not sorry. sorry. <laughs> ah, I like it. Uh, who who is this? John Rothstein. Do you know who that is? No, I have no idea who that is. That's a fact. Oh, we have to take an in-person exam. Oh, this is biased already. I already know. Jesus Christ. Well, why? Well, what is, what is the purpose of this? It's to prevent people. It's a, uh, To me, I mean... It's to make it more the Asian club more exclusive, but you can go a step further and say it's, it's another way just to prevent people uh, from disenfranchised backgrounds of, you know, of representing students. Yeah, like what? It's it's just, it's to prevent people from obtaining the necessary resources to perform a certain craft or activity. I, I would probably just need to see somebody who possibly messed up one of their clients because they didn't have a college degree. That's it. Yeah. That's the thing I need to see. For every person that doesn't have a bachelor's degree, I'm talking about as an agent, for an agent who didn't have a bachelor's degree, for every story like that, I can probably give you you know, five more stories of people. An agent that was educated, maybe a lawyer even, who stole from their client. Yes. Yeah, you're right. There you go. Yeah, Yeah, this is a dumb rob. I don't understand why they even introduced it. This is just trying to keep people out. I mean, for no reason. Right. You're, you're adding a, a barrier for, for for what purpose? It's only. I mean, I I don't see a reason for it other than what me and Small has talked about. I, I I don't see the purpose of it. I don't see yeah, the purpose. Of yes, it. some bullshit. Some straight up bullshit. Trying no. to trying to keep black people out of it. Yeah. When the NBA, because here's the thing. All right. Before I get into tirade about uh, NCAA. Wow. wow. All right. can, I, can I just say this one thing that Kevin Hart tweeted? Go ahead. Go ahead. Kevin Hart tweets this. The world is so afraid of groundbreakers. This is beyond sad and major BS. Keep shining at Rich Paul. This only makes you stronger. What you have built is unbelievable, champ. Shame on you, NCAA. And look at this tweet by Bomani Jones 
uh, on ESPN. If you watch ESPN, you've probably seen Bomani on First Take or a whole bunch of shows. Look what he said. I think he hit the, the hit it right on the money. I don't see this as being focused on Rich Paul. This is about the next Rich Paul. Exactly. And what is Rich yeah. Paul? Absolutely. This is about. This is not about Rich Paul. This is about poor Paul. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize for that joke. But the next Rich Paul to me, I mean, uh-huh. I think it's the poor Rich Paul. I think it's the probably poor, you know, a black man trying to make it trying in to a it. white dominated Absolutely. industry. That's the next Rich. That's a that's my idea of Rich Paul. And the question is, you know, what do you really need to go to college for? Like, what? It's not like being a doctor. No. It's not like being. You're just managing a business. You just manage. If you need, you don't need to go school for that shit. Business school. Do you? What do you learn about business in business school? Have I taken a few business classes? Yes. Would you? That's not gonna make you a great agent. It's not. It's not. not. Nothing you learn in in a business school will make you a great, great agent or doing your business great. I mean, I'm not even gonna. I mean, fuck the skin color. I'm thing like. Steve Jobs didn't graduate from college. He didn't. Bill Gates didn't graduate from college. And he's been the richest man in the world. I kind of hate these examples, though. Yeah, that makes it too smart, though. <laughs> Those, they're, they're dumb smart. And they were they had the ability to not go to college. They, they had the ability to go to college. And they chose to do something else and sit around while starting their companies. So they had the ability to not make money and to live comfortably. And started coming at the same time in their parents garage in their parents house so i mean this isn't those people don't really speak to in my opinion people like rich paul who grew up in a one-bedroom apartment in cleveland and had to sell t-shirts to make his living sell t-shirts out of his truck right i mean obviously their beginnings is not you know that the playing field is not level for the rich paul and steve jobs but what i'm saying is a college degree wasn't the prerequisite for them being able to start, you know, their companies. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's true. Oh, so you're saying that, you know, just because they didn't have a college degree and they were great at what they did. Right. So that why, wasn't a barrier. So why them. are we yeah. making, yeah, why are we making it this or that? I mean, for me, I, we, I mean, we, we really know what um, the purpose of this um, yeah. That's okay, baby, because listen, college is going out, if you ask me. I think the price colleges and the way that people still, like, you still have to, it's not like if you go to college, you get a guaranteed job. Yeah. You have to choose the right industry. You have to ch- take the right opportunities, right. internships, do good, this, that, the third. College is going out, buddy. I think we should be leaning more towards um, internships and uh, apprenticeships. So if you know what you want to do, find somebody that's doing it well and mm-hmm. try to learn from them right. and study under them. Yeah. And I think we should be going away from college completely. Mm-hmm. They're taking money from, you know, middle class people, mm-hmm. putting it into the system and, and giving you what back? A degree? That's, Not much knowledge. Extra stress. That's a whole that's a whole different debate, though, because you have to you have to realize that people want to go to go to college so that they can be competitive, like on paper, right. you know. You know, you could you'd be better than the next candidate, but if you don't have that single degree, then then why why would I, I want to take a risk yeah, on you? At the same true. time, if you studied under somebody, on that paper is going to be their stamp too, and so therefore you you might have more of an edge that way. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, yeah, but it's that's not guaranteed. Neither is college, though. Let's be yeah, honest. Neither is college, but it's a safer guarantee, right. which is the argument. Now, it's funny that Small raised that point about um, the idea of removing, you know, college as like, you know, a necessity, because if that uh, a lot of articles I read about, you know, what's gonna happen in the future and stuff like that with education and stuff like that. You might see companies like, you know, big time companies like Google, Apple or whatever. They may just offer like Kylan said, like a something similar to like a internship program, apprenticeship program where they'll teach you the necessary skills, mm -hmm. you know, to, to work, be an employee of, you know, such company. Or yeah, I mean, yeah. But I mean, I mean, with that example, I mean, you'd, you would need someone with a, with a computer science background. So that's, that's like true, a, true, true. Not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, depending you, on the role you're in. I mean, it well, it depends on the role, but if you want to do a computer science role, then you need absolutely like you, like, you don't want to, you know, cheat someone with the whole basis of computer science. That's absolutely that's the longest investment. I think half of the people who go to college shouldn't literally college. shouldn't go to college and they literally <laughs> go there just for experience. Fun? I'm not even gonna say that. They go there to learn critical thought, learn writing skills, learn time management. And these are things that you can learn by having a regular job. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, if you're not, I'm not gonna go as far as to say, if you're not in a science or math field, that you shouldn't go to college. But what I will say is that if you don't think that you need to go to college and if you've been doing well without it, there shouldn't be a rule that pops up that says, ah, now you have to go to college. Right. This, that's, I mean, this is, that's just not, and I'm not gonna, you know, it kind of sounds whiny, like, oh, that's not fair, blah, blah, blah. But it's really not fair. Uh, it's not fair. Um, and let's just talk about, all right, let's talk about, we're not talking about um, agents. Let's talk about, you know, um, players de declaring to be professional um, athletes. They can transition from amateur to professional. Now, if you look at sports like baseball, um, tennis, um, golf, Okay. Right. I think baseball. Once you're 18, you don't have to go to college. You can just uh -huh. declare for the MLB draft. Now the thing is, baseball is different. Where because you got drafted high, they're not going to automatically play you. You're going to have to come up the ranks. Uh -huh. Maybe two years at the most. At least two years. Then you'll make it to the big leagues. But you know, for them. It makes sense for them to declare early because it's like you said if i don't need college to mm -hmm. pursue my you know to be pursue my dream of being a professional athlete why waste my time in classes and stuff like that mm -hmm. i want to be somewhere where i can continue to hone to grow learn and develop within my okay. field Absolutely. right with, with, with golf and tennis there's no age age limit you can declare at any point in time mm -hmm. and you you um you'll compete with um you know, people who are older than you. It's what it is. It's what it is. Basketball and football is different in the sense that, I mean, previously for basketball, once you turn 18, you can declare for yeah. the, the draft. Mm -hmm. So you hear, you know, uh, I mean, but for the longest up until maybe the 90s, that wasn't very common. But once the 90s hit, you had, you know, KG, Come straight out of high school, Kobe, Kobe. Um, Tracy McGrady. Mm -hmm. uh, 
obviously um, LeBron. Yeah, obviously him too. But once it started happening, you know, a couple weeks after that, um, the NBA put out a, a draft restriction. You got to be 19 years of age uh-huh. and one year removed from high school. And why do you think they did that? I think they did that. Um, I mean, we could, one could argue that they did that because um, pretty much, I want to say, after Kobe and KG, um, you know, declared for the draft and started game, becoming, you know, superstars, mm-hmm. you had a lot more high school athletes declaring for the draft. And let's be honest, if you have high school athletes declaring for the NBA draft, right. guess who gets cut out of the loop? NCAA. The NCAA. Go my next all point. All about making, they got to make their so, money. They got to make their money. Their excuse was, you have too many kids who are not ready. Because for every Kobe Bryant, you have five other high school athletes that don't pan out. That's right. But uh, their excuse was, there are too many unsuccessful stories. We have, we have to put a limit on that. But Everybody knows that the real reason, probably the most important reason for them was NCAA serves as a farm system. Mm-hmm. So the NFL and the NBA don't have to pay to develop players. Yeah. They let them develop in college first. Mm-hmm. And then once they come to the NBA, the idea is they'll have enough development in college. They'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. NBA doesn't have to spend any sort of money mm-hmm. on, you know, developing. And Whereas Major League Baseball has uh-huh. to... They have minor league, yeah, you know, right. minor leagues that they have to fund. Okay. They, they, they essentially have to fund development for their players. And the NCAA, I mean, NC, where the fucking name is that? They're, Why is the NBA acting like they don't develop their players? Well, here's because the you know that there be players that are not so good. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. There's also Ben Simmons, and <laughs> you know we're asking, oh, can can well, we can develop this part of his game and that part of his game? Let's get him a jump shot. Yeah, Let's yeah, get him, yeah, you know. yeah, of course, but. I mean, the colleges, they got to make their money, too. Like, we need these big big star athletes from high school. Mm-hmm. You know, let's promote them. Fucking Zion. Like, that, that, man, yeah. was, that man was huge in high school. Right. And went to college and everyone was following him. Like, that, that brought so much traction to them. But you know what's funny? What's up? There's certain guys, you know, college is beneficial for certain guys. Of course. Guys. Of course. But you it's know, also not, a business. Not everybody. It's a business. Not everybody comes... Not the thing about about it is not everybody comes in as a you know finished product. Like I give you a guy like there's certain guys that need need college development. Like I'll give Damon Lillard. Okay. He needed his four years in college before he would be ready to play in the pros. Shout out um, to Damon Lillard. Shout out to Damon Lillard. Album. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Damon Dallas. Yeah, yeah Dallas. Just dropped the album. Just dropped the album. Wow. Yeah. Um. Who else? Um. Said Damon Lillard. Uh. CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. Um, Victor Oladipo. They they need the time to kind of grow and yeah. develop. But there's also guys who don't need to be in college. Let me ask you this about the guys that do need to be in college. Do you think that it's an even exchange? And what I mean by that is they're not getting paid. Do you think that what they're learning in their classes and on the court in college is a new exchange for what the people in that college and the people in the NCAA are making off of them? No, not at all. Here's a, here's a reason is it why not I say close? That. Here's, what I'm, here's why I say uh, that. No, no. Because... No it's, no, it's not. Because not all... A lot of these athletes... I'm not going to say every um, student athlete is there um, with the expectation... Is not allowed to pursue their um, academic goals. But for the large part, these players are not given the time... I think they're not given the time needed to be successful. 
in academia. Oh, they're not. They're not. Yeah, there's many athletes that report that. Yeah, like if if I mean some football player said um he was like yeah he said I went to this college for football and he said he said you need to understand that you're there for football you're not there to study you're not there to do this that yeah. and the third you're here for football so you're gonna do football all day long that's what that's what you gotta yeah. understand and if you don't do that if you actually make an effort to be successful if you spend a little bit more time in the classroom than the field they they start looking down upon you it's kind of difficult. Cause if you're gonna, if that's gonna result in you being an NFL player, an NBA player, an MLB player, then I can't necessarily be mad at that type of thinking. However, if it's not, or if you're not gonna have a long career mm-hmm. in those sports, then really, you've take you you've taken my time, you and you really put it towards the development of the whole team, and not towards me as a person. Exactly. You you wasted me. I think there's no excuse for cosplays not to be compensated. Um, and should they had to stop they, what, what was it was like uh, was it NCAA uh, the, the, those games? Oh, they did. Had to stop it. They had to stop that shit. They had to stop that because you had college players on only sports games yeah. and they weren't getting paid. They weren't for getting them. paid. Now I'm not saying they should be paid millions and millions of dollars, but each guy who spends, they should have a stipend for. Um, at the end of whatever academic year, every, at, the, at the end of every season that they play, they should have a stipend that mm-hmm. they can't access until the end of their um, college career. Now, look at this. Look at this. Oh, dang. See, I was about to read you a stat, mm-hmm. but it was from NCAA.org. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the NCAA.org, it says that each year they give... You know, somewhere around $3.3 billion in athletic scholarships. And then there's also a stat from Business Insider that says that in 2016-17, in the NCAA brought in $1 billion. In revenue. In revenue. So you would think from those two numbers that they're not actually even making money. But that's, that's got to be a lie. That's <laughs> oh, they're making money, bro. They're making that, money. That's, probably way more, probably more than that. So what happens must be that they must take the scholarships they give mm-hmm. into account when they're calculating revenue. Mm-hmm. So net so they they might, you know, they might pay for three billion dollars, but that still doesn't take away from their one billion dollar revenue. Mm-hmm. They just count that as an expense. Yeah, it's like how, how much how much is a college really losing by providing you housing and, pro- and providing you with food? Like I feel like, I feel like like compared to like to publicity they're getting by having you play for the team is it's, it's, not, it's almost not even compare, but it's almost like they're robbing you. Understand that the NCAA is different from the NBA, from NBA and other professional leagues in the sense that, well, maybe not. They need the athletes more than the athletes need them. Okay, like let me give you like LeBron James, um, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. even though he played a year in college, Anthony Davis, certain guys like that. Don't need to be there. They know that they're gonna declare for the draft. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I'm a, as a senior. It, it, say you're a senior in high school. You know, you watch the news. You're human. You see what they're saying about you. They're saying if you were allowed to declare at a high school right now, you would be the number one pick. You mean to tell me? You mean to, you mean to tell me right that you know you're gonna be the number one pick? You know that you're, you're gonna leave at the end of the year. 
right? Okay. After that one year is up, you already did your time, you're gonna go to the draft. Do you really believe, would you put a lot, whole lot of effort into your scholastic endeavors? Let me ask you a question. The, the, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the question, the real question is this, should I? Exactly. Should I? Right. First of all, if I'm gonna be the number one draft pick, uh-huh. I'm gonna be making some decent money. Right. If I'm gonna be a number one draft pick, then I would assume that I, you know, I, I don't know. The thing about the thing about making money in sports is that once your body goes, you go. You're out. Right. You're, ne- yeah. you're not making any more money. Exactly. And so, of course, it's smart to have something to fall back on. Right. But it's just as soft to fall back on a pile of cash than it is to fall back on a degree. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. I'm just saying, like. To quote the great Jay-Z, even if I fell off. I still fall on a bunch of money. That's a fact. <laughs> Come on. So, I mean, this whole thing about, oh, these college kids don't get an education, blah, blah, blah. Man, what do they need an education for? Their career is sports. Right. Mm-hmm. My, my career is, uh, what, physics, engineering, whatever. So, if I go blind... Then my career is over too, but she, but you don't see me putting a whole bunch of time in the sports. Right. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I, right. I I don't know. They right. This whole thing about, I mean, they should be compensated, and a college education is not compensation. Right. Even if even if they were getting the best college education, right. it wouldn't mm-hmm. be compensation. And you know you know what's funny, the reasoning they give for not paying college athletes is, they they say it takes the amateurism out of sports. And it's unfair. But they're not amateur. Right. But right. They're not amateur and guess what's happening? Um, you guys hear about these um, investigations into yeah. misconduct by, you know, all these athletic departments for improper benefits or whatever. Those have actually increased over the years. And I think it's because of the one and done rule, which is ironically supposed to keep more players in college. I think it's doing more harm than good. Because what's the run and done? What's the one and done rule? One and done rule for basketball is that's the, the, that's what they call for that the the rule. Um, players trying to enter the NBA draft is you have to be 19 years old and one year moved from college to declare for the draft. Mm. So what ends up happening is most of these guys, um, you know, spend a year. I think that rule is actually more harmful than good because I mean it's good for the NCAA. Because they got to be able to watch the product. What what rule would you rather have? A I'd rather, ha- I'd rather no. I'd rather have the rule you can declare straight out of high school. Yeah. Because I would rather have the guy who needs the college experience to have a roster spot, to have a scholarship, mm-hmm. than the guy who knows he's not gonna. He's going. He's going straight to, going straight to the pros. as soon as he can. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather have. I'd rather have um, give the scholarship guy to the as a school. I'd rather invest my resources into the guy that's gonna that needs development. Is gonna be stay long a little bit longer. Still good, but needs a little bit of development to make it more successful. Uh-huh. I'd rather opposed to having all these guys just go there for a year and leave, because um, they don't need they don't need. I feel like it's a waste of time for both sides, in my opinion. Yeah, this is it's a waste of time. Let's 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 go Certain back. Certain guys don't need to be in college, man. KD was a seven foot god shooting over. <laughs> Nobody can block a shot. Let's go back to where this started with the Rich Paul rule. Uh-huh. How do you see this rule affecting the NCAA and the NBA going forward? Um, I think what's going to happen is is that 
for Rich Paul specifically, because I haven't heard any more any other stories of these people from similar backgrounds as Rich Paul uh, being successful or trying to enter the industry. But I think it it may dissuade. It might it might dissuade people from signing with him specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he may not. He may have a lower whatever rate, whatever statistic for incoming agents compared to other agencies for his company. He may not gain as much college athletes um, because of that rule, but I don't think he's gonna be too hurt by it because he already he's already established. He has uh, so many mm-hmm. connections. LeBron being his biggest. The bottom line is you're taking away opportunity from a black man. Right. That's what you're doing. Right. From anybody who can't get an education, anybody yeah. as easily as snapping right. your fingers. Right. That's what you're doing. Right. Anybody who can't you take it out. Here's the thing about business. College. Right. Here's the thing about you know business careers in college. I feel like the appeal for um, business majors for the college is not the academics. I, I think it's the connections. So I think you have a lot of people who go to school who went to business school and probably met a whole bunch of people. They didn't graduate with a degree. So. I think this rule might end up end up doing the opposite of what its creators intended it for. The intention was to, you know, you know, lower the amount of people of Rich Paul's background entering the the field. It doesn't seem like, but I think it may do the opposite. It doesn't seem like Rich Paul or Clutch Sports have any um, clients. In the NCAA in college, you know what I'm saying? No, coming no. out of college. Yeah, coming up. Yeah. Uh no, I get it. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's just, it's just, it's just stopping people from. Well, so you said it had the opposite effect. I'm saying it may have. I'm, I'm looking at the vantage point from the people who came up with the rule. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Their purpose was to, you know. Kind of keep the agents, the sports agency business uh, field like a like a big boys club or a, a gentleman's club or something like that. Like, it's a very select group of people with a certain background. They would enter their the pool, so to speak. But they think that they all have bachelor's degrees. Absolutely. Which is not the case. I think there's a good number of white. While the people who made the rule think that. They're just uh, affecting moving, affecting black people. Right. They're gonna affect white people. Everybody is getting everybody's in game. Everybody based on connections. Based on connections. Based on who has the money. Right. Has the money. Right. You know what I'm saying? White people are playing the same game. Right. Even though Rich Paul didn't even have to play that game. Right. I guess he did know somebody. Right. LeBron. But that's that's with everybody. Man. That's with everybody. That's business, man. It's not about what you know. It's who you know. All right, let's move on to the final, the next and final topic of the podcast. Here, here. A little review. Well, let me ask you guys first, because we were going to review Chance's latest album, The Big Day. Uh-huh. Well, let me ask you guys first, what have you been listening to? I haven't listened to anything new. I know this oh, man, wow. Drew, has been listening to YBN Chord Day. I see. I know. Let, me, uh, let me go through my catalog real fast. I see. I see. A lot of music uh, came out. Uh, who I've been listening to? Well, this, this thing's coming up, but... Uh, YBM Corday, Nas Lost Tapes. We kind of talked about Dreamville. What I'm going to listen to in the future, Rick Ross just dropped something. Yeah, just Rick Ross dropped, Blueface dropped. I got to listen to the Rich Brian thing. 
uh, Boss from Dreamville, he dropped, and uh, Dame Dollar. So there's a lot of music that came out in these last couple of days. So a lot, of, a lot I'm about to listen to. It's a fact. Now I'm not as up on music as as Drew is, but I do know that I just went to uh, Toronto and I saw Drake at OVO Fest, and he brought out Megan Thee Stallion, and I really hadn't heard Megan Thee Stallion before, but she was so good on stage. Oh, you went to OVO Fest. You know I went to OVO Fest, son. <laughs> son. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Oh, shit. Uh, My nigga. You know I got the ticket. <laughs> got the golden ticket. Oh, All right, let me, let me just recap this a little bit for Meech, okay? I went to OVO Fest, right? Because we was up there, up in Toronto for Caravana. Had a great time. Story for another day. But get to the Drake concert, right? Uh-huh. Drake comes out. He said, yo, Toronto's in my heart, blah, blah, blah. I put on for my city, blah, blah, blah. He's talking about, man, the lineup I got for y'all tonight is crazy, right? And it really was crazy. He starts bringing out, he brings out uh, Popcon, which is like a, he's like a regular artist. Exactly. He brings out a regular artist, then he brings out um, the baby. Uh Little baby? I think he brings out both. At the same time? Not at the same time. okay. One after the other. Yeah. No, that's what I meant. He brought both of them. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Brings out, uh, what is he bringing out? Rick Ross, brings out Megan Thee Stallion. Brings Meek out, Mill? Meek Mill, brings out Cardi B, brings out Offset. Chris Brown. Brings out Chris Brown. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I was having the time of my life. I was like, dang. And this is like one of the first concerts I've ever been to. So when he's bringing all these people, I'm like, dang, this, this is crazy. This is crazy. All these people I know on stage performing it was just a really great time yeah and the one person that i took away from that that i needed to start listening to was megan the stallion because mm. she get up there talking about got these niggas wishing mm. hot, give girl me, summer. hot girl summer hot girl summer give me the number to your bank account i said like, oh you talking big <laughs> you talking you got that big energy i like that so i gotta i gotta start listening to her that's it was dope. a fun time that's though. dope you been listening to anything lately nah man i haven't listened to any new music um in a while I've been listening to <laughs> I, my my music probably consists of Jay Z, which y'all know that about right? <laughs> know that already. Oh, wow. This yeah. man is New York through and through. Drake, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Drake's my guy. Me That's and Drew used to fight all the time. Who's better, J Cole? I'm, was it J Cole or Drake or Kendrick? Or Don't Drake? even. That's uh, a trash conversation. I mean, we can't. We already know the answer now. But back in the days before the incident, with I, the, I, don't the, know, I don't know. We was don't know, We used to that. argue a lot. <laughs> What was, the, what was the debate? J. Cole or Kendrick or something? No, Drake. It was either Drake or... or I think it was Drake or Cole. Because he was a nah, nah, J. Cole nah, guy. Nah, I think I just said Drake was trash. <laughs> nah, you feel... I, I, th- I think I think Drake I is obviously one of the best... Selling MC. artists, but not the best lyricists. Not the best lyricists, no. Not, I, I, there's nobody in the world that can say that. But he's one of the best entertainers. Yeah. Okay. And contrary to what you mm-hmm. said, Drake is lyrical. The subject. He, he, he's not he, the best lyricist. He, he is lyrical. Okay. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, 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 this all right, whatever, whatever, whatever. Another day. I said Jay Z, Drake, to, Playboy, to Cardi. Nonsense. Yeah, nonsense. That's that's it. So I, I I gotta get put on to some good music. Drake is okay. Artist. That's all I'm gonna say. But let's let's talk about this. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the big day. Uh, real quick. Big day. Yes, Lil Chano, Chancellor Bennett. Drew, give me a quick. His thoughts. brother is Taylor Bennett. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, okay. so what? What, this is what, what Drew has been telling us in our group chat in the last couple of weeks Week. was right. he he puts in this. Oh, look at Taylor Bennett album. Oh, look at this. Oh, blah blah blah. He might be better than Chance. 
What? Stop it. Stop Shut it. the hell up, bro. <laughs> I was so disrespected, I listened to the album. And, and it was good. And I said, this is decent, but it reminds me of... Uh, let me not disrespect this man too much, okay? It reminds me of Chance, which is a negative, all right, because he's stealing my man's flow. That's and it, brother. But it reminds me of a Chance that, that hasn't really... He's not on acid, but he's also not very good at his craft. So you're not giving me nothing. Don't disrespect me, man. <laughs> you're not even talking about nothing important. That shit was amazing, all right? My man Chance is giving people sermons. He's giving people warnings about drugs. Yeah. He's giving people uh, life lessons. The Taylor Bannon album is called The American Region. You don't have to do Listen this. to it and be an NBA. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just for yourself. All right. Well, Drew's being paid by Taylor Bannon. Let's talk about <laughs> Chance Blair. Remove Bannon. that from the tape. Remove it. <laughs> Keep that. Run that shit back in. All right. What's up? My what's favorite up? song was oh, track number oh, six, oh, oh. I Got You. Oh, we, we, got, we got to talk about The Big Day. The Big Day is about Chance's wedding. That is the big day. Day. Oh. That is the overall theme of the album. Oh. Yes. Talk your shit. Yes. You might know some. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Continue. So throughout this, there was a 22 tracks, 23 tracks, and a, and a runtime of about an hour and 17 minutes. Chance the Rapper has found love, and he's he's very happy about, you know, he's, he's getting married. I think, I, believe he, I believe he already has a kid with this woman. I don't even know what, what, what uh, that lady's name is, but... That is what the album is about, you know, and many of the tracks he's, he's telling us that, you know, he loves his wife, you know, he's found love. And one track he's like, this is the greatest day of my life. Like, you know, some Arthur shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that's that's the overall feel of the album. And it's a very it's a very happy chance. It's like a almost like a surf, just, you know, happy, good, feel good about chance. And that's fine and all. What the hold on, pro- hold on, hold on. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Not only, uh, not only is this you know Chance' first time being married, for, you know, first time being a family guy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's his big day. It's also his first legitimate album, a first official album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had Coloring Book. He had uh, Acid ten- Rap. He had Ten Day. But those are all mixtapes, technically. I guess I that's that's fair. I mean, whatever whatever you want to say. But the problem with the album is not only is the runtime too long, but you know, is I too long? how many songs is on it? 22. 22. Oh. So, so like I've never thought Chance was a great lyricist, but the lyrics on this album are Terrible. Let me ask you a question. Weren't we starting off each segment with positives? Yeah. <laughs> so how did we get yes, to sir. terrible lyrics uh, so quickly? Um, how uh, did we do uh, this? Easily, I tell okay. you. Uh, I, I tell you. Andrew has a th- Andrew has this thing. Yo, like with him, he's like, if it doesn't sound like acid rap, it's not good. <laughs> oh you know. You know. Fine. Fine. Let, let me see some pauses. Pauses for the album. You Please, know. Thank you. A lot of great features. You know. Uh, Megan Sally was on there. Did it. Did that thing. The baby did a thing. John Legend. You know, well, shout out to Made in Tokyo. I yeah, Made, yeah, in, made in Tokyo. You know, there was a lot of great, Uber everywhere. There were Psych. a lot of great features on this album, and I I did like the production to a point. Hey, to a point. Look at this. No, uh, the song "Rue" has Taylor Bennett on it. That must be your favorite song, right? Yeah, I bet you like nah, that song, Drew. Nah, nah, okay. <laughs> That's your favorite song. Nah, nah. Let's listen to the American Reject by Taylor Bennett and, the, and then judge. Okay. So, okay. Um, I think I think I saw the positives for the album. So, this, 
right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything else about what you're saying about the album, but you do realize that when you said the positive of the album, you just listed all the features and didn't say anything good about Chance. He said, to, he said the baby, really shout to the baby. That's, that's, that's the Because cause there isn't. I mean, he's happy. That's good. And and I don't have a problem with you rapping about your marriage at all. You know, if you want to be a happy person, like, because a lot of people were saying, like, oh, like, I hate, I didn't like this album because he's too happy. I want to see a chance on drugs. For me, I appreciate this. If, if we get gospel chance, I'm fine with that. The problem lies that the lyrics are terrible. Half of the production is, is spotty and... It's just a bad overall album. It's too long. There are too many filler tracks on here. I felt like I was watching Naruto, right? Because after <laughs> track six, it's filler. Did you, like the, it's filler. Did you like the skits? I like the I mean, I mean, the skits is cool with pops. Like that's cool, but that's not going to be like, oh, I mean, this is a great album. That's just that's just a little added extra. It's a little added extra. Like yeah. that, that gives you like that's point one. Everything. Yeah. All right, let me let me just say what I liked before uh, Drew can get his teeth any deeper into this album. Uh, the first half of the album I like the most. Right. Started off good with All Day Long, if you ask me. I like We Go High. I like I Got You. Um, yeah. The farther down it goes, honestly. Uh, I, I kind of like the five-year plan, kind of. Um, I didn't like the five-year plan. Randy Newman? Jesus. Uh, Just uh, get this guy out of here. Um... You yeah, the, the the and the last song really just left a bad. Why? Why does man have Nicki Minaj close it out? Right. Why? Is, why was? The, why would Nicki Minaj close out an album about your wedding? And that's your album, your big day. Why are you doing this? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a feature as the last song. Yeah, damn, the last the last song your album about your wedding. You have Nicki Minaj close it out. Nicki yeah. close it out yourself. Nicki, you, you make it seem like you make it seem like the last song of his album. He was making out with Nicki Minaj. You know what, so I, I, think I, fig- I think I figured out the real reason why Drew dislikes his album. You don't want to see my man Chance happy. And this is the he thing. What did I tell y'all earlier about people are carnal animals? Yes, they man. want to see yes. a car accident. Yes, they so, want to see. You want to see this nigga. Laid out, okay. strung on drugs. Okay. 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 Andrew likes to hear, you know, about people making it out the, making it out the city, making it out the streets. You know, what I'm saying, had no, a shooter no. goof, had a, had a shooter fool. You know, what I'm saying, no, I, I, I take it for no, it. no. That... This man wants to still see them in the street. Some people uh, just want to go to church, Andrew. Yeah, no, I, no. I said that was fine. I said that was fine. I, I, I said the first six. Oh, scroll, scroll back up. Scroll back up. Okay. The, the first six, <laughs> six tracks were my favorite ones. You know, you, you had a, you had a what? John Legend on there. Uh, do you remember? Uh, I, I fuck with that shit. Eternal, mess with that. Hot, sh- hot shower. Lyrically, that's, lyrically, that's a terrible song. But I understand why he did it. It's just a, it's a fun song. I understand. We go high, and then, and then once you get to like rule and down, it just, it just becomes a bad album. You know, like I don't, I don't want to have to go deep into why it's a terrible album. But I said it before. It's too long. Just filler. Um, a lot of the bars that Chance have is is worse than his usual bars. I mean, I never thought Chance was a great lyricist, but you know, what, what did this man say? He said one song. He said like "God is my booyah" or, or something like that. Or I, 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 it sounded cringy. It sounded bad. Um, Let me just tell you what people like uh, Drew are doing to my man Chance. <laughs> It, was, it wasn't it wasn't great out there on, were too many songs on august 5th and you know i agree with you about that but here, here's a tweet from uh, chance on august 5th this is what chance uh tweets i'm getting this crazy feeling that people want me to kill myself and let me go on 
That's yeah. not my vibe at all. Uh-huh. But I feel the push. And I feel like even more than that, some people want me to feel ashamed. Shame is heavy, yo. And feeling shame for something that you were once prideful about is super heavy. What's really weird is that the music is number one thing that influences how I feel on the daily. Of course. I mean, you, you, your music you uh, make is about where you're at in that point in your life. And, then, and at that point, he's at marriage. And I think, a lot, I think the problem is not a lot of people can relate to marriage. A lot of people in favor of relationships. So something this positive probably wasn't up their alley. But we're not going to lie. Like, the big day... Halfway through, he started screaming into the mic, talking about, nah, 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 nah. I'm like, I'm like, style. like, no, that shit sounds bad. <laughs> it, it's, it's hurting my ears. <laughs> no, 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 he, no, it wasn't no, ah, ah, no, no, he was like, nah, nah. <laughs> I was like, all right, bro, I was like, all right, bro, I was like, all right, chance, all right, you, you need to stop. Like, and it's just, and, and, it, and it continues down, like, I say, you take, you take, you go from track one to six, you, you, you cut it off there, you have a great EP. Ah, oh, that's bullshit. Six <laughs> tracks? You can't pick another couple tracks. You can't give this man ten tracks? Oh, he want to put out a, con- you want to put out a good music uh, style type of album. That's what you say. Yeah, you, after that, bro, it's filler. You get a bag. I gotta get a bag. All right, all right nigga, shut up. He's trying to tell people how to get the bag. Oh my gosh, that shit sounds so Meech, you have any uh, thoughts or opinions about this album? I mean, I gotta listen to it to its entirety. You don't that need to. No. It because was bad. it's 22. I mean, 22 is a little too long to my yeah. liking. 22 but... is too long. When Drake comes out with 42, like... I, bro, I didn't listen to that. No, I, when, I, when when Chris Brown comes out with 40. No, that's my thing. That's my, that's my thing long? with Drake's album. I didn't um, even listen to that Drake album. Like, Drake, as much of a big fan I am of Drake, I actually didn't like. You know, cause it's hard, man. Double this album is it's too it's, much, it's, and I don't think it's too much. It's just that yeah. it's, it's a hit or miss. Like yeah, not not people, not miss. people can pull it off. And yes. it's Biggie had a great double this album. Mm. Outcast. I'm trying to think. Tupac had a double this album. It's hard to get like um a, like a a theme a going theme going the on whole the whole album. album. No, the theme was there, just bad execution. I'm not right. talking about I'm saying <laughs> albums in general. I'm dubbed like, we, yeah, we know so you long. like The thing with Chris Brown is it's so yeah. sad. I want to critique the album, but I don't have time to listen to 35 songs. That's fair. So, mm-hmm. so what you gonna do, Drew? You gonna stop listening to Chance? Am I gonna stop? Nah, I mean, I'm, you gonna straight Chance off for Taylor? <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm still gonna listen I, to I, his future listen, music. It's gonna be like J. Cole. Whatever project they come out with, he's gonna be like, man, this was alright, but. Like J. Cole, this is alright, but yeah. this ain't Friday Night Lights. Friday Night, Friday Night Lights is a <laughs> oh, best no, no, shit. No, 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 Friday Night Lights. Um, no, Friday Night Lights. It is? Oh, I used to say Boy Sooner. No, 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 no. No, Friday Night Lights is, is J. Cole's best uh, project. And if you disagree, you're not a J. Cole fan. Everybody wants, everybody wants everybody to be the best all the time. It's not possible, people. It's not. It's not, but I know it's not possible, but I just, that, didn't, that doesn't mean I should lie to myself and be like, oh, this is great. It's bad. Bad is bad. But what's your definition of great? Like, what, what, for it to be great, I mean, I mean, pleasing I mean, to listen to it. I mean, a great album, you should at least, at least like 8% of the tracks. Right. Is, that, is, that me, not, is that not fair? Let it's me it's fair, my... but the way it sounds, making it sound is... I told if you. If it's not... You, one to six is, is great. No. That's, that's all I'm saying. It's great. One to six is great. You keep on going, and it just it's filler. 
I, I have to listen to the second half of the album again because... No, you don't. L- lately, I've just been playing the first half. <laughs> exactly. And I know that the more I listen to it, the better I like it. <laughs> so, uh, and I want to like it, so that's why I need to listen to it more. But right now, I'll give the album... Out of five stars, I'll give it... Wait, no, no. You got to let Drew go first. Because remember the rule of thumb. Oh, my <laughs> God. You know, I, I I don't even have like a mental rating right now. Let me th- let me think about this. Alright, let me go first. Hold on, let me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's 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 that? Six divided by twenty two. What? <laughs> Alright, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a twenty seven. <laughs> like, you're out. You're you know, out, you know, I, I I give this um I I give this album a. Tell us how you really feel. Tell us how you really feel. <sighs> Like I'll I'll give the first six songs like no no no, no. the I, whole album no no I'll I'll give the first six songs a solid like seven point five to an eight I'll give the full album a four out of ten four out of ten yeah four out of ten yeah because this is the thing a lot of the songs weren't good but the the songs that were good were great yeah that's what I said I, I give those first six songs a uh, uh, a seven point five to an eight, and then the, and then the other was it. What's twenty two minus six? Was that, was I'm that, not doing this. I, <laughs> that rest of it, it just drags it down to the dirt. It drag. It's a four out of ten. I mean, right. A five, you want to be generous, but a five means it means average. This might have been below average. You're right, and honestly, I would give this album like a six out of ten. Right now. All right, fair for now. Right. Fair. Chances, big day. Hey, no. hey, listen, to, like, listen to the YBN YBN Corday album, The Lost Ones. I heard that shit, man. That shit was solid, bro. I was just that yeah, solid, a young and up and coming kid. He got a song with um, Anderson Park, fire, absolutely fire. Listen, I told y'all once Dre, Dre, Doctor Dre puts his stamp of approval, it's, mm-hmm. it's legit. Exactly. Yeah, listen to that instead. That'll be a good use of your time right there. YBN Corday, you won't you won't be disappointed. I promise you. Yo, so this is this is the big day for Chance. Also a big day for uh, Meech. He's about to leave the podcast for a little while as he gets started at his new job. Uh, any any last words for the people, Meech? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be gone for a minute. Um, shout out to Wyclef. You know what I'm saying? I might be gone to November. I'm like what? <laughs> I like that. I like I'll the, be gone to no- All right, I got be gone it, I got to it. November. Fuck it, I ain't tripping. Yeah. I was yeah. <laughs> gonna kill him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But. You know what I'm saying? It's not a goodbye. You know what I'm saying? I'll be back once I get my equipment sorted out. <laughs> I got to I gotta get a laptop. I got to get a mic. And then I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to send me the instructions again for OBS because I forgot that shit. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> that, um, how did you send me those instructions? Was it through I Discord? Said, I sent you Discord. Uh, we might have to, we we might have to get you on the phone conversation. Yeah. He, he gonna sound like a radio caller. <laughs> he like, hello, hello. I'm like, yeah, this, I'm calling from the station. Yeah. So, how do you feel about the Philadelphia Eagles? Like, <laughs> no, we don't I don't think it's that far. I don't know how far it is. It's like but... it's four hours. I'm, oh, gonna, I'm probably I'm gonna have to come. Um, that's kind of a grip. Back a couple of times. Anyway, yeah, to get facts. Well, well, but I'm definitely. I got a little bit more money, so I can spend a little bit more money. That's a fact. This. Coming up. Yeah, make some money. Well, let me get my last words real quick. You know what I'm saying? Thanks everybody for listening. Little Moose Podcast episode 13. I'm just here to have a good time. Yeah. I'm just here to spread the good vibes. Don't even, stop, man. Even vibes. though I slandered the line. I just want to say one thing. I'm, my location is different, but it don't stop. You know what I'm saying? It don't stop, man. It don't stop. Can't stop, won't man. stop. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact, man. Yeah, I just want to tell the people, man. Yo, if you playing Fortnite right now, you know what? No, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. 
anything you're trying to do right now in your life, if you're not getting paid for it, why are you doing it? Or if you're not trying to get paid for it, why are you doing it? So, so shout out to them Fortnite guys, you know, making gaming into, into a career. That's all I gotta say. Shout out to them. And we out. You're peace.